Hello, everyone, and welcome to the fall finale of Talk to Keiki, also our last episode of 2022. Uh, we're going to talk about holidays. We're going to talk about finales, cakes, awards, bonding over nut shots. <laughs> the joyous bonding broship tradition that we just found out a couple of days ago. Indeed. Anyway, I'm Matt, and to join me as always, Ethan, what's going on? Minasan, gokigenyo, makun, daijoube desu Everybody's daijoube here. Uh, how was your holiday, Ethan? It was pretty chill, honestly. Um, I did all my Christmas stuff on the E. I literally spent uh, fucking Christmas Day catching up on all the shows that I was behind. I got to uh, finish Attack on Titan Season 1, and I got to, uh, what's it called? Got to um, finish our our uh, main event that we're gonna talk about. Yeah, we got to finish JoJo, baby. Yeah, we got you got to finish it. It's always good. Yeah, what about you, buddy? Ah, uh, it was nice. Uh, got high. Because I got high. Got of course, high. yeah. Uh, relax the body. All the fucking crazy holiday hours. Yeah, dude, we got you working like a field slave. Yeah. Uh, one more six a.m. shift tomorrow, and we're done. Woo! You know, I wanted to also while we're on the air, wanted to thank you for your gift, buddy. And I'm still pissed oh. off that my shipper hasn't even fucking sent me your gift. So I'd like to fucking tell them like, bro, they could fuck off, but I gotta wait for it because it's not only our gift, but it's Sean's gift too. Shout out to Sean W2M Network, all that's all that. Cheap little plug, right quick. Um, but no, I want to tell the story of how I got your gift today, dude. Sure, um, go ahead. I already went over with you, but I think it'd be pertinent for the fans. I know you called me when I was working. <laughs> I know because I was like, dude, is this you? So I'm at work, guys. I'm in front of my computer. I'm uh, just doing what I'm doing at work, and I get a, um, I get a, a ring at the doorbell, right? And I'm I've ordered three things that I'm expecting. I ordered a pair of shoes. I ordered a pair of Ray Bans, and I ordered three hats. When I looked at the shipping, I knew that the hats were coming. Right. It said the hats will be delivered today. I'm like, oh, cool. These must be the hats. Right. So um, I wait for the normally whenever people ring the doorbell, I wait for them to leave. And then I go about and see what they left me. The lady didn't leave after like a couple minutes. So I was like, that's odd. So I went over to the door and opened the door. And she's like, hey, you have to sign for this package. And I was like, sign. I was like, that's really odd. You don't have to sign for anything unless it's expensive. And she's like, oh, the package came from Japan. And I was like, huh? I was like, I didn't order anything from Japan. And she's like, are you Ethan? I was like, yeah. Last time they called my name. You know, and so I signed for the package and I get inside, I open the package and there's no, you know, I was thinking, you know, suck on a bag of dicks or some sort of message, right? That I would know who this is from. So I took a guess and I was like, the only person who knows who this character is besides my nephew is my podcast host. And so to the world, this is what Matt got me for Christmas. That's right. A chasm of figure. You know, all the shit that I've talked, I talk a lot of shit about you figure collecting fucks because you guys are a bunch of fucking weirdos spending $300, $400 on a little eight inch figurine that's so delicate and having a bunch of them all over the place. 
I mean, I spend, you know, bunches of money on shoes, but that's practical. I can actually wear my shoes and go out. You can't take your figurines nowhere. I'm, uh, God forbid. Yeah, you, you could. You could if you, if you if you don't, if you want, unless you want looks. It's very creepy looks. It's almost like walking around with a body pillow. You know, let's walk around. They'll, they'll, they'll respect me in Japan. <laughs> they will. Look at this fucking Weibo. No, but I was really shocked. This is really cool. This is my first figurine. And like, I, I told one of my friends and she was like, are you, she's like, oh, it's the start of your collection. You're going to collect a bunch of figures. And I was like, nah, I always talk shit about those motherfuckers. And I thought about it. I was like, you know, if I've got Kazuma, my, my, uh, what's it called? My nephew has a Kazuma and he's got the entire collection of, uh, of Konosuba. He's, he's got darkness. He's got, uh, uh, what's her face? Um, God damn Megumin. it. Megamine. Uh, he's got the, 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 the girl that wears purple with the humongous tits. Lisa. I think it's Lisa. I think it's Lisa. Yeah. And so he's got the whole collection. I'm like, Oh, you know, it would make sense for me to get it. But I was like, no, let me, I think I'm gonna let this one stand out, but still it's, if you guys can't see it, I'll put it close to the screen. It's got Pantsu. He's got fucking Pantsu on his. That is stole. <laughs> Holy balls, Batman. This is really fucking cool, though. I was like, did it come with the stand? I was like, it's got to be. Yeah, and the stand's there. This is really cool, dude. So thank you so much. You're welcome. It's Glad a fish like from it. Japan, too. Look at that. It's all in yep. in katakana, hiragana, and in uh, kanji. And I can't read three quarters of it. I can read some of it, but not much. Good. Glad you like it. I'll let you know when you get yours back in February. Oh, I, got my, I, I got my Secret Santa from you. I got the, yes, uh, you were my Secret Santa, Matt. I was like, you know, I was kind, of, I was kind of curious what someone else would get me because you're, because I already know you already got me a gift. So I was like, oh, I got blue balls. I wonder what, the, I wonder what Marte would have got. I want. <laughs> he would have gotten you something cooler than a twenty-five dollars pro wrestling tees gift card. I know, I I still, I'll still use it. I'll. Well, I ain't, I ain't buying a Coca Cola shirt. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that much. Um, please don't get me a rum cake if you're ever my Secret Santa. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not a big sweets guy like that. You know what I'm saying? So. Uh, well, it was for whoever my secret Santa was. Like, ah, well, they're they're, duck, they're, they're stuck with it. Basically, basically. Uh, well, Pretty she much. enjoyed it, so that's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, uh, fucking shipping though it was like twenty bucks. Yeah, that's ridiculous, dude. You spent almost thirty dollars on shipping. Uh, well, for yeah, that, and, no, and, and for the cake. Are you serious for the cake too? Yeah. Holy balls, Batman. No, for, for that, like, you have to buy multiple. If you buy just one, yeah. it's like 50 bucks. Yeah. Every- 30 bucks a cake. So if you got, unless you're buying two to three, don't buy one from these yeah. people. You know what's crazy? Hold on a second. I'm reading the uh, the paperwork right now that, that came from here. Sorry, I couldn't get you a jar for the figure eight, but. <laughs> no, I don't give a No, I'm going to keep it in the fucking box. Even though it's big and bulky, I don't give a fuck. But still, um, it's interesting because. You paid according to the receipt. If I pull the receipt out, you paid twenty nine ninety nine for the figurine, and you paid uh, twenty two fifty for shipping, which is goddamn atrocious. I don't know how the hell I would probably do that. I don't know if I could do that. But um, it's interesting because if you look at the value of the of the model on the uh, on the invoice that's here, it shows that the figurine is only sixteen forty nine yen, which is about fifteen seventy something according to the exchange rate. So you paid double. The money for the figurine. Because, Apparently, yeah. This is all the shit, the little shits that I noticed. I'll never forget the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> they got me. Oh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> you had a good holiday, though, buddy. I don't recall you I, telling yeah, me. Yeah, again, I, I got high, rested up the body, uh, caught up on some shows. We did gifts. Yeah. I uh, counted my very low holiday tips from customers. 
You got something. I know. Uh, overall, I got two hundred. Uh, but again, I had that route for like six months. So of course, and no you, one knows with, me. With your route, you personally go up to them and give them mail, right? Or I go. Like, I, I I walk up to the door. I go to the mailbox. See, that's different. Yeah, because I like I have a fucking shitty little box where they drop off my things. That's I moved to. I went from a townhouse that had the box, and I moved to an actual house. And you would think like, oh, I'd have my own mailbox. I feel like. Besides the white picket fence that all the white people think is uh, is like the American dream of having the white picket fence, I've always thought having your own mailbox is the is like a really satisfying, you know? Because my parents no, no, it's it's having a milkman that fucks your wife while you're at work, and, but you got a cold, tall glass of cold milk. <laughs> so did she, except it was warm. Exactly, you got warm milk. Oh God, no! But I was like, you know, so I have to and always walk over. I don't ever see the fucking mailman. Like I'm just like, there's no familiarity there there's no like how you doing frank oh i'm okay my wife fucking is a whore you know <laughs> fuck i love her whatever shit like that you know like, there's none of that so good for you though matt but yeah all that fun times and now all that and ready. a cake yeah exactly all right shall we get started with it's a two-parter today uh we're gonna talk some news we're gonna talk about the some finales uh some continuations for part i don't one. ask you if we should drink I don't really feel like drinking, but I was like, I feel like it might be appropriate. I I drank earlier. I'm good right now. Yeah. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe for part two, I'll grab something. Probably. Yeah, they, I have a, a bottle of coquito, like a little tiny, like little fucking twenty ounce bottle of coquito, and I was like, ah, I've only tasted it once. I was like, I wouldn't mind having a. Uh, I, I couldn't find a Puerto Rican to make it this year. Maybe next year. There's none in Vermont, I'd imagine. No, but we we had plenty in the fucking. What kind Vermont of Spanish people are in fucking Vermont? Or like, is it like Mexicans? Is it like what? What kind of Spanish people are, are in Vermont? Is it like Mexicans? They're everywhere, obviously. Probably. I haven't, I haven't really seen many in Vermont. It's only just white and black people, and that's it? Mostly white. It's... Mostly white people. I see white people and wolves. That's what I see. Yeah, I see I see, I see. see white people and coyotes down the down the block. Wolves, coyotes. coyotes. I'll tell you what, buddy. Yeah, those two, like, fuck. And bears. Gotta love the wilderness. I do. All right, buddy. Let's get started. We got a long, we got a long night ahead of us. All righty. Well, we will try to keep it brief. No cake. Facebook user. No cake. Cake later. Yeah, cake later. Cake for awards. We're giving out cakes. Yes, we're gonna give tons of cakes out for our awards. Stay tuned. Yeah, that'll we're happen. Either, we're, we're either gonna agree or yell at each other. Mostly it is agree. currently eight twenty-two as we record. By the time we get to giving out cakes, it'll be like ten thirty. <laughs> or uh, some well, shit like that. Well, some shows ended, so we'll see. Uh, already, uh, we're gonna start off with uh, sad news. Yuji Nunokawa, creator of Par- Studio Parrot, passed away at the age mm. of 75. He created Bleached, mm. Naruto, People's Classics, Black Clover. Mm. And yeah, uh, as has happened, yeah, like just after Bleach ended. So, yeah, condolences to his friends, family, colleagues, loved ones. Hi, much on this. Now, somewhat positive. No, no. <laughs> uh, Tenchi Muyo, uh, GXP. Is uh yeah, it's a new anime project. I haven't seen Tenchi Muyo in like twenty five years. I didn't know they were still going. I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar with it. I think it's like one of the OG harem type. Oh, but it's like oh man, anything from them. Maybe like in Toonami when I was like ten. Relive your childhood now, buddy. Uh, I don't care enough. <laughs> I don't care enough. You probably want some. Uh, maybe. Uh, trapped in a dating sim. The world of Atoma Games is tough for mobs. Is getting a season two. All right, I didn't watch uh, that. You watched that, I think. Did you? No, you I didn't. did not. I did not. 
Okay, there were people that were talking about it, and um, I think was it um, I think it was fucking what's his face, what's his dick, Ross, that talked about it. I know someone did. What yeah, I think it was them? Ross. Ross was talking about it in our group. Yeah. Eat the cake, anime had... for those who want to join. Yeah, I thought we had a I thought we had a thread for that. I don't remember. No, we did not have a thread. We didn't. Uh, okay. Ross made the thread. That's what I said. I think it was Ross that talked about it. Ross talked oh, about okay. it. He made a thread. Nobody gave a fuck, but. You know, yeah, cause, yeah, because no one was, yeah, because no one else watched it, no one else voted yeah, for it. We encourage, we encourage you guys though to make your threads. Yeah, make our workload easier. Yeah, yeah. If you want to, if we're not covering it, if you want to, you ask permission. Go right ahead. Uh, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, The Separation is the part two for the Thousand Year Blood War that comes out in July twenty three. And it can't come fucking soon enough, dude. Yeah, well, we got we got six months. We'll get there. Six months is too long, bro. It's three quarters of a pregnancy. It's too long. It's it'll be worth the wait. <laughs> Alrighty, and uh, finally, the an original anime Turkey is getting just got announced. I saw the visual, and it's a really pretty visual. Uh, it's uh, character designs is the same person that did uh, Carolyn Tuesday. Mm. Bakken Record is the studio behind it. Did you see the visual? I did. Yeah, yeah. It's a really it's pretty, pretty visual. Simple. It reminded me. It did remind me a little bit of Carolyn Tuesday. From that visual standpoint, I didn't watch it, but I've seen the visuals from there, and that that's really nice. There was another one, goddammit. Um, it reminded me a little bit of um uh a tiny bit of what is it think am I thinking of words bubble up like a soda pop? Maybe. Look a little like that. Let's see, let's see what this guy did. Uh don't mind me on cam while I play with my hair. Uh yeah, nothing. This guy didn't nothing though. Oh sorry, a carrot it's key animation is Carol on Tuesday. It's not the guy that made the characters are character. Ah, okay. Yeah, Ari Takagawa is like he's new, he's new in character design. Okay. It's, uh, Turkey and uh, Mu Ipan. Hi. All right, that's it for news. Let's let's just let's get to it. Let's crack. Let's crack this cake. Did I go over? Uh, I didn't finish Peter Grill last week, did I? No. Okay, so I, I have two still. Okay, yeah. so um, I'll go. The finale of Peter Grill uh, wasn't that bad, truth be told. So um, what's it called? Everybody tries to basically do whatever special techniques they can to break down this two headed fucking steel cicada. Uh, no, nobody could touch it. Everybody's in fear. Peter grill comes and Peter grill has the, uh, I bet he did. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes through and he has the orgillium. That's what I meant to, that's what I was talking about. Like the special, like heirloom axe. It's made out of orgillium, which is the strongest steel they have. And so, um he made it was forged not into a sword but into an axe and so he comes in saves the day chops off the cicada's heads um with the orgillium sword and everyone's like yay peter grill peter grill peter grill and so he goes and bows before the guild master the guild master is like peter grill why is our sword now an axe and he's like you know basically uh what's it called he's like i think and he made up some bullshit instead of like outing the guy for fucking him by saying like, oh, you fucked up my sword, your sword, you piece of shit. He's just like, um, I think we needed to reforge it to um, to uh, strengthen the, the bonds between us and the dwarves. And we should reassess this agreement. Basically, everything Lavilia Senpai said in the previous episode without him knowing that Lavilia Senpai in the previous episode. And so, you know, everybody's he's pissed off. Everyone's like, oh, my God. Yay. Da, 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 whatever. All's well that ends well. Um, and then we get the scene where um, the orc, uh, what's it called? Uh, not orc, I'm sorry, dwarf. The dwarf uh, liaison basically is um, Milliam's, well, again, say Milliam, um, but uh, what's it called? It's her father and was like, oh, like, you know, Milliam told me the story that you're going to, you know, break up with Lovilia and, and marry my, my daughter. And he's like, break up, what? And he's like, no. 
Um, he's like, he's like, surely you wouldn't fuck my daughter without having serious intentions, right? And he's like, of course not. Uh. And then while this is happening, um, Lavilia is having a talk with the Guildmaster. And she's like, you know, I, I deserve a vacation. I want to go on a long vacation with Peter Grill. I have these coupon tickets that I, I received from the uh, from the the liaison, the um, the dwarf liaison, to go to like an onsen. And uh, her father fucking shreds the uh, shreds the paper and is like, "Stop talking nonsense. Let's go home." And she's like, "No, I'm not going home. I'm gonna move out." And they start having a bickering argument. And so while Peter Grill's talking to um, What's it called? The uh, not the, no, not the liaison. He ended up talking to the, to the, his little harem, and they're talking about, oh, we got to readjust the schedule now. When we get the fuck you, um, Lavelia comes over on horseback and is like, "Come, Peter Grill, we're escaping. Like I'm running away." And the season ends with them running away somewhere to have a nice long vacation, and I'm sure it'll get cock blocked in season three, which I will probably watch, unfortunately. So honestly, I gave this show a really low rating because three quarters of it was just it was just so like ugh. And I guess perhaps I'm like starting to fall into that trap of watching too many anime to like to start appreciating the really bad ones. So I gave this a two out of five. Um, but my stupid ass will watch season three if it comes out because who doesn't love watching perverted anime, right? Yeah, like Harlan Ladman. No, of course not. Of course, yes. Um, anyway, next up is uh, okay, let me da-da. all right. Anyway, um, next up is Boruto. And with Boruto, uh, we get the end, the finale of the um, of the, the the Squid Games arc. And so basically, uh, we have like a little scene where basically, uh, who's it? We got Boruto. Um, I forget her name. Uh, the one girl, the one girl character, and um, Rokuro, and they're trying to find a place to escape. Trying to find a place to escape. And they get separated. Rokuro basically uh, does what he can to get the map. And then he ends up getting fucked up by a, a puppet of Oga. And so with Oga, uh, what's it called? Basically, they're like, oh, we got to find we got to find a way out, find a way out. But the girl is dying. And the girl's like, I can't make it. Finish me off. And Boros is like, no, I'm going to finish. He's like, no, I'm, I'm not going to. And he gets stabbed by her. Like, oh, she's pleading with Boros to finish me off, finish me off. Boros realizes when he got stabbed. Oh, I don't feel pain. This is also a genjutsu. We're good. We're totally good. And the girl's like, you got me. And so he's like, what do you mean? And the girl transforms and she's like, I'm the real Oga. And not only is she the real Oga, she takes off her headband that she had on. She's like, I'm the eighth inner of Kara. Whoa, didn't expect that at all. The eighth inner of Kara. That was a great reveal. And Boruto's already like freaking out. And Oga's like, relax. I'm not um, I'm not a barbarian like the other uh, inners and I was only altered. Uh, my mind was altered. Like my brain is altered to be super smart. Um, I was, and she basically explains like her circumstance, how she was basically trying to study the human heart and emotions and things of that nature. And she tried to study Jigen's and Jigen didn't like that shit. And so Jigen blew out her fucking brain, um, but only blew out the piece that causes like, um, what is it? Uh, like human, like the reason for living, like the part of your brain that gives you the reason for living. So she had no reason for living. That's why she ended up doing these experiments. She's like, I wanted to study human emotions and find if there was something that you guys live for that I could live for. And there ends up being this scene basically where they're still in the genjutsu and then everything starts to collapse. And basically she, her mind is so fucked up. Like she can't wake herself up like because she has no will to live. But she needs to wake everybody up in order to release everybody or basically everybody dies. But Boruto's like, no, I'm going to save you. 
you're going to wake up. You're going to release us. I'm not going to be the one to release you because the alternative is she is Borto stabs her and kills her and everybody wakes up because she's dead um, because she's the host. So they end up having this like crazy scene where she almost falls off of a cliff into eternity or some shit like that was okay, whatever pretty visuals, but that was okay. But basically Boruto's will to, you know, make sure that she has something to live for um, perseveres and she's able to uh, take Boruto's hand. Everybody wakes up from the dream. Boruto gets in contact with, um, with, uh, with team seven, they rendezvous. And at the end of the episode, Shamo, who's the little rock shinobi, um, and everybody's alive by the way, nobody died, everybody's alive because uh. it, it was Genjitsu, so it made sense. Um, and so, uh, Shamo gives a letter to Boruto, he's like, Hey, they found this, and it's a letter addressed to you. And he opens the letter, and it's from Oga. And Oga says, Hey, I want to thank you so much, you gave me a reason to live, I found my purpose. Um, I'm going away somewhere like, you know, so I can revel in this and, you know, continue to expound on this. But once, you know, everything calms down, I want to come see you. And that's how the episode ends, which basically sets up because she basically was Amado's assistant. Amado was the uh, the mad scientist for Kara. So basically, I think she's going to come in later because they did mention. And I think I mentioned this in one of the news after the fact that they're going to be returning to the manga and they're going to be uh, they're going to be animating the uh, the code arc which is fucking bonkers if you've read it. So I think at some point during the code arc or maybe during another filler that may be pertinent to the code arc, she'll come back in. But regardless, this was actually one of the really good fillers of the show um, up there for sure. I'd put it in top five fillers of the show, um, which isn't saying much. It's like saying the nicest guy in prison as somebody that we like likes to say. But regardless, it was fantastic. I would honestly give this arc a solid like 3.75 out of five. It was really good. All righty. Very oh, good. One more thing. I'm not going to review it today, and I told Matt I want him to pick it up, but I picked up another show that was debuting in the fall, um, and it is uh, Play It Cool, guys. Um, I had originally wanted to see it, but then I didn't see it where it was going to like be anywhere, and I'm not going to be the type to go on legal sites. I don't have the patience for that, so I'm like, fuck it. I'm just not going to watch it. I found out it was on Crunchyroll. It's a TV short, so there's only 11. it's only an 11-minute episode. Uh, it's a 24 part series. It's split into, into a split core. So they debuted two, uh, 12 episodes uh, during the fall and it'll continue on in winter with another 12 episodes. I watched episode one a little earlier before the show and it's really, really cool. And basically, the story is about pun intended. Um, basically, the story is about four guys that are like really like good looking guys. They're cool. Girls fawn over them. They dress like really like, you know, sharp and, and trendy, but they're all dorks and awkward as fuck. <laughs> so. It's like think of like think of a mix of Urumichio Nissan, a little bit of Bochi, and um, what's it called? And like a little bit of like Yaoi like vibes with like maybe a Sasaki to Miyano. It's like a mix of that shit. And so um, I liked it. Like I said, I only watched the one episode, but um, I'm definitely gonna keep watching it. It's, it's a short, so you could watch two episodes for the equivalent of one. And yeah, can't wait to review that. Come next uh, thing. Add another one to the list. Twenty four. God damn it. All right. Very good. All right, I only got one for solo. <laughs> oh shit! Then you should have gone first. I should have. I, I was looking. I was like, "Wait, is that? Yeah, yeah." Uh, they all ended last week, and I already talked about them. <laughs> all right, uh, Blue Lock. So let's get to it. Uh, the second selection has just started, where everyone is on their own. Isaki goes first. Stage one of this test is basically you have to score a hundred goals in ninety minutes, <laughs> and the more goals you get, the the difficulty goes up a notch. Like the holograms, like people blocking, like the little machine things. So you gotta do that. You basically you gotta play a whole game's worth to get a hundred goals. So 
obviously, as he goes on, uh, he has he struggles he struggles at first because he's trying to figure out how to do it correctly, but he eventually gets all the 100 goals. So he goes on to the next stage. He goes to the next stage, and he sees uh, Bachira, his uh, former teammate. So they're all talking, and they find out for this next test, it's now teams of three. Mm. So it's now Isagi and Bachira, the team of, and now they need one more person. Mm. But unfortunately, none of the other teammates have made it through yet. Mm-hmm. So they can't pick anyone right now. They're trying to figure out who, who should they pick. And the guy from the last team, Nagi, who uh, was, again, from the previous game, like the one that was like really good, really dangerous. Type of, he goes there with uh, his friend Rio. And now Rio and – so Rio's trying to recruit to recruit uh, Isagi on their team because it's, th- it's just them. But Nagi said, fuck that, actually. I want to join Isagi's team. You're on your own for right now. <laughs> Kick rocks, bitch. Yeah, basically. He said he wants to play with him, and so basically, if he wants to team, he's got to join his team, he's going to have to do it. Mm. So it's Isagi, Bachira, and Nagi as a team of three. That's a great team. I'm ha- I'm all I'm all for it. So they move on. So they go so they go to that they have the team, they go to the other side of the room, and they see a team of three people right there. And there's there's one guy that just stands out like mm. unlike the other two. So basically, he kind of looks like he kind of looks like Isagi. That's not Isagi. I forgot his name. Hold on, once. Uh, it's Itoshi Rin. Okay. His name is Rin. Uh, he has that determination, that fire. And Rin, basically, yep. So, but basically, for this, it's a three on three. Uh, if you win, you get to you get to pick one person from that team. Mm-hmm. So Isagi wants to win, so he can so he can take Rin to join their team. And that was where that ended. So core one is done. Okay. We won't get we won't get core two for two weeks. Interesting. Uh I enjoyed it for what it was. I enjoyed okay. the I enjoyed the soccer games. I liked the characters as they went on. Mm-hmm. If it was just this, I would I would have given it a four out of five. Mm. So again, I'm looking forward to the rest. Uh see how this goes. I don't know if they'll wrap it up. With the you know season? what's interesting? You know what's interesting is that I was when I was, we were doing the stuff for the yearly reviews, right? You're like, oh, if it was just this, it'd be a four out of five. And I was thinking to myself, if, if this was just my hero, it would be in my top ten of the year already if it was finished. And then I was also thinking when I was trying to rank things, one of the things that didn't make my list was Cuckoos, and I was like, oh, I rated Cuckoos. I think it was like five or I think it was like five or six in one season. In the first part, the first part was like a five or six. I gave it like I would have given it like a, a four out of five, maybe. And then yeah, it, I will part, say, I, I will say right now it did not make it in my yeah, it didn't make it my yearly either. And it's funny because I gave it was ranked a ninth in the following season, and I ranked <laughs> it was like a three out of five. And I think I gave it a three out of five as a whole, just because. Uh, like, yeah, I gave it. I gave it a three and a half. Yeah, something like. That. I mean, it was closer. Like it was like a three like the, the the first half was strong. The second half it felt, it felt like it yeah. fell off a little. It fell off. Yeah. So that's why it's funny that you said like if it was just this, I'd give it a four. And I'm thinking to myself like hopefully yeah. it continues to be that way, Matt, and it doesn't fucking just fucking go to shit. Yeah, I hope not too. So, but I'm excited for the next soccer game. So we'll get to that. Alrighty. So that's the solos. It's only been a half hour when we we're only talking about news and Christmas. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? Alrighty. Let's get to the stuff that's not done that's going to be carrying over the next season. Hi, Ikazo. Alrighty. Let's go with Gundam. Solid episode of Gundam. Very, very good episode. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, they took a week off, and now we're getting... This would have been the finale if they didn't take another week off. Yeah, basically. 
Yeah, so we they they wanted to take their sweet time. Uh, also, before we continue, I want to say Uncle from Another World or is- Isekai Oji-san is disqualified because it got delayed again. The finale got delayed because of another COVID outbreak. It will not make your top thirty. It, it won't make it in anything. So I'm just like, I'll 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 finish it, but it's just like you know what? It's depressing. I wasted it. it wasted my time. It it, it would have been on my list. It probably would have been like like. Between 15 and 19, around there. Yeah. You know, there's there's so many anime that we didn't watch that were, like, Netflix-specific that I, like, for example, I really wanted to see the, the one anime, Bastard. I really felt like that could have made, um, that could have made my top 30. I Like, I haven't even, like, I've just seen, like, the highlights, like, a couple, like, clips of it, and I'm like, oh, this looks really fucking cool. And uh, Starman is like, oh, it's a horny anime. I'm like, oh, I'm definitely going to love it now. Yeah. It, it, head, it, like, it, I don't think it would have made my list, but it probably would have been a winner or runner up for fan service of the years. Really? It's that, it's that, it's that, uh, that fan service I probably would have just from the visuals I've seen. I haven't seen, I haven't seen those visuals. I've just seen like the cool fucking fighting. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I, I see, I see, I seen, yeah, I seen random pictures. Uh, not bad. Okay. Well, I'm not going to spoil it for myself. I'm going to enjoy it at some point in my life. Alrighty. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, let's get to let's get to Gundam with uh, Suleta Sulkin. Yeah. Or basically, for what uh, what you call it, Bjorn said about basically she 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 took it out of context. She felt like okay, I guess you really don't need me. You don't want and me then to do she, anything. And she expounds on that. She's like, I don't think anybody needs me. Everybody's just using me. So her whole idea, like the first piece of the, of the episode, is just like be useful, be useful, be useful, be useful. She, that's all she keeps telling herself: be useful, be yeah. useful, be useful. She somebody accidentally miscounted the uh, the the lunches that they brought for everybody, and Suleta gave the lunch to somebody else, and because of that, she ended up with no lunch, and so she just drank water in a bathroom. Uh, during her lunch and um, later on they're like oh why do we have an extra lunch because Suleta didn't get her lunch so uh, Suleta is like Matt said soaking in the bathroom she calls her mother um, her yeah mother- she, yeah she's like yeah first she's, yeah she's talking to her mother mm-hmm. uh, also before that though we know we, we picked up where we left off with the mother talking to the guy they want to assassinate to Delling to Delling yes do you remember how that conversation went by any chance the mother and Delling Prospera and Delling yeah so basically there's they're working on a secret a secret uh project it's delling's project but she but he's using the uh the data from the gundam from uh from ariel in order to fund whatever this project is we don't know what it is and uh prospera is like you know hey i can you know i can help you further with this and delling is like don't 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 step out of line it's my project and she's like of course it is and you know there's something very mysterious to prospera um it, it's she's not the nice sweet you know mother that uh that that suleta is in terms of being a daughter you know and she's not the woman that um that she was the very kind-hearted uh woman that was doing the test with ariel um back when uh delling fucking niched the whole thing and killed everybody um there's definitely some twistedness in there and so I, i'm very curious in the second half specifically how they delve into that but you could tell in that conversation basically that's what it is so we have that and then also in the meantime before we get to the the best part of the show in my opinion of this yeah. episode um we see the um the the uh earth the earth terrorists and the earth been, witches these yeah, those witches. yeah because they're the earth witches they go by basically and so they uh, have the ship that um, that what's his dick is on uh, Jatark, yeah, um, Grell. Um, they have the ship and they're basically fixing like oh you know just a normal ship, but they're gonna basically deploy their fucking uh, 
their uh, their trap in time when they get in like the proper airspace. And we see uh, what's his face, um, Jatark, the head of Jatark, uh, speaking to Delling and trying to have a conversation with him about the Gundams. And the conversation goes awry. He yells at him and basically is like, "Oh, you know, like your time's coming, motherfucker." In essence, is what he said. And so he calls Shadik, and Shadik, he's like, uh, "Commence it in two hours." That's actually how the episode really started. Is um. He said, Shadik's "Oh, commence- plan, yeah, talk about yeah." And so he calls Shadik, commence the operation in two hours. And Shadik is like, "Okay." And he goes to one of the girls that's in his like in his loft and is like, "Tell him to start it now." They're like, "Are you sure?" They're like, "Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Fuck him. Like, I would do it my way." So then that's how everything kind of gets put into into place. And meanwhile, also everybody is on this particular um, what do they call it? Like a mine or like a like a station. Some sort of like particular like floating like base basically for everybody for the right. Benedict group as a whole. Um, so you see Prospera's on this ship, uh, Delling's on this ship. Um, what's his face? Uh, the head of Jatark is on this ship. Um, Suleta and uh, Mirin and all of uh, Every, the, the gang's all here basically. Everybody's on this ship, and so, so someone's dying this finale <laughs> for sure, for fucking sure. Um, so you can continue off with the sulking. Okay, yeah, basically. After all that happened, Soleta was in the bathroom, uh, basically hugging herself as she uh, calls her mom, and then uh, she actually opens up to her mother about everything that is going on. And after the call, what happened, Ethan? She gets a knock on the bathroom door. Muren heard everything, so she and I laughed. I laughed. She is when, pissed. I laughed when when Soleta opens the door, sees it's Muren. And is like starts to close her right away. face, closed door, and she's like, "No, I heard everything." Like, you're okay, fucking I I did laugh during the entire chase. So she's like, "I, I laughed." And hide. then she smacked her fucking head. She smacked yep. her head on the wall, and she's like, "I'm so sorry. Get back here." It was like it was literally like a mother and a child. It so was, basically, it was like, if you have it's a it's American it's a lover's quarrel. The American it is a lover's quarrel. It. It she's like, it's like you got something to say to me. Say it to my face, you bitch. She's like, no. Yeah. But then Suleta gets cornered, and we get a little bit of Yuri. Yuri, 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 Yuri. Yeah, yeah. Miura's like, hey, it's all in your head. Shut the fuck up. He's like, holds her. Talks about like she wanted to do all this because of her. She she inspired her. Yeah, and it's interesting because in the conversation that Suleta had with her mother, her mother's like, are you crying, Suleta? And then she starts crying more. So as Mirene's holding her and like, like basically like snuggling her bosom, you know, uh, Suleta's looking at Mirene like, are you crying? And Mirene's like, don't look at me right now. And then, but basically, you know, it, it was really, it was a really heartfelt conversation. She told her like, you know, like I, she basically understood what Suleta was saying. She's like, well, tell me you want me to, you tell me you want me to work you basically. Tell me yeah. that you want me to need you. I, and she told her, like, I need you. Like, it's not a matter of, like, oh, you're convenience. Like, you know, I, I legitimately need you. And she's like, you're my groom after all. Like, so she's really opening up to Saleta. Like I said, it was a Yuri moment. It's pro- it's obviously not a Yuri show per se. They probably won't end up together getting married. But it was just a nice intimate moment between the, the bride and the groom that you can surmise as a little. Um, very heartfelt, tugging at the heartstrings. And then as that's happening, Matt, what happens? I don't know. Even you tell me what happens. You don't remember, do you? Probably not. Okay. As they're snuggling, having this moment, an explosion happens. And we see basically the the Earth Witches have commenced their, their targeting. Um, they basically um, attack 
uh, the station. So the first thing they do is they deploy um, a communications jamming device so nobody can communicate with anybody. Then they send a couple of, of the mobile suits out and they cut a hole in the holding cell where uh, is it where Ariel is or no, it's where um, where Delling would be. And so they basically cut they cut that area off um, from the rest of the ship so they can isolate Delling so they can kill him. Yeah. And as this is happening, you, we see the one of the Earth witches is absolutely fucking crazy because earlier yes. in the episode, he almost yes. shoots fucking Jatark in the face. Uh, Gwell almost shoots Gwell in the face because Gwell was like being a smartass, and she's and the 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 commander who is um what's her face the blue hair girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They're gonna make me go to fucking home. Go to hold on. What? Almost to, I already got what, 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 it. What? Uh, Nika? Nika. Nika. It's Nika. Okay. I already got it. Nika. I always forget her name, but Nika. It's basically Nika, Nika's father figure is the commander of the Earth Witches. Um, but in any case, this bitch is batshit crazy. I forget her name. Um, but she's batshit crazy. And at the end of the episode, basically, we see Ariel gets um gets separated from Miarine. Like there's like an airlock seal that comes between them. She's trying to figure out how to get back to Miareen, and she looks in the window. And as she looks in the window, we see the batshit crazy girl who's obsessed with Ariel. By the way, in the previous episode and this episode, she's one. She's watching Ariel's videos and the Gundarm videos, saying like, "It can fly, it can dance, it can save people." Ariel, and so she's like, "Oh my god, I get to meet Suleta! I get to meet Suleta!" And she's gonna try and blow her fucking brains out with the mobile suit. Yeah. Uh, so who's dying? Who's uh? Suleta, do you somehow see her mom dying or a twist no. of her being the antagonist? No, I see her potentially becoming the antagonist toward the end. She's not dying. Um, but you see her being the antagonist. I see her potentially being the antagonist, the grand antagonist. Yeah, when it's all yeah, the one that probably set up the whole thing with Dylan to get, get killed. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, right, so, is that, so is that just me that got that vibe? Right. No, it's not just you. I can definitely see that. It may not happen, but I could see that possibility. That makes sense. Um, truth be told, I could see Nika dying. Maybe. If somebody yeah, had to go, uh, I would pick yeah, Nika. If, 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 if someone from the crew had to die. Yeah. Or I could see the uh, the one woman from uh, from Pale, who was uh, who's her who was her co-high, who was Prospera's co-high. Okay. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of that. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely see more than one person going. Yeah, people are gonna die this episode. Zero doubt. Zero fucking doubt. I cannot wait. Well, we will we will review that in our winter premiere, actually. Indeed. As it comes out January eighth. All right, moving on. Uh, Evidence and Shadow. I didn't see today's, so we're only gonna do last week's. Today's was interesting. I'll say that much. I saw today's. I know. I know it was uh, action. It was very action packed. Lots of blood and And zombie. And this one was half titties, half action. <laughs> There's some titties in uh in this episode. Of course, this episode. There's a lot of fan service from the cat girl. That's all I'll say. I know, but I'm saying like I don't know where again. Nine episodes or so, none of that shit really. All of a sudden, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, we get butt naked cat girl. What the mm-hmm. fuck happened? <laughs> did did Kevin Dunn go? Well, thank we does she bounce? <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad. Thing. I know, but again, it's like, it was fine without it. Like, yeah. it, was, it. It was different because it didn't have so much fan service. Yeah, but we can't have that. <laughs> no, not at all. So, yeah, that lost a couple points. Must have underage curviness. Yeah, like, fuck shit, it's about the hells. It is. I mean, they're fine. That's a fate, Ash. That's a fate. Starman kind of ruined Sid for me because of that. They're all but, fine. They basically no one gives a shit about Sid. He does nothing. There's no plot. It's just it's just the harm of elves. So I'll tell you this: at the end of the, the this week's episode, Sid is gonna be the grandmaster of everything. 
Oh yeah, for sure. But but would people care? I hate it's not it's like a wish.com Eisen or whatever. <laughs> no, not that bad. No, he's not that bad. Anyway, previous uh, episode, Matt, because I don't remember it now. Uh I remember a little bit. Uh this one will be quick. Uh basically Sid uh, after his little grand performance in this uh fucking uh Coliseum thing. Yes. He wants to take a break. Yes. He wants to he wants to go back to being a background character. Yes. But unfortunately that doesn't happen because this anagram suddenly showed up in front of him. Yes. It's like a door it, for a portal. It's the door to the sanctuary. It's a door to the sanctuary. Yep. So so he's like, well, I guess I'm going. And he tried then, to escape. He literally hopped around half the town, and it would continuously follow him. They're like, all right, well, I, if I can't fucking escape it, might as well go in it. And then, uh, yeah, he goes back in his shadow gear. The girls see him. They follow him inside. No, that's no incorrect. So he goes incorrect. in. By, yeah, he goes in by himself in the middle of like a wooded area, and that's that. The girls go in on their own um, in the uh, in the Coliseum, and you know, okay. everybody follows him, and so. Basically, um, from Sid's side, Sid opens a door and sees the uh, the Witch of Destruction that he faced. And the Witch of Destruction is like she's just calm and she's in a straight jacket. And they they have a little bit of a conversation. They're like, "Hey, you want the same thing I do, right? You want to find? You want to get to the middle of the sanctuary? Yeah. Well, I want to break out. I can only do that through the middle of the sanctuary. So let's help each other and let's get there." And he's like, all right, whatever. So he's like, oh, well, the first things first is you got to break the straight jacket. So he slices the straight the, sl- the straight jacket up. And, of course, she's butt fucking naked. Yeah. Why, why, wouldn't she, why, why wouldn't she be? Why wouldn't she butt naked? So she puts on some clothes and they go on their merry way to try and find out what's going on. Um, in the piece of that, they basically, as we learn throughout this episode, the sanctuary is a uh, an eternal um, memory chamber where basically you relive like horrible memories of your life um, and through through eternity. So we see the first memory from the witch and we see her at like the science, um, like the, the science location, which we'll delve into momentarily. Um, and she's crying. And basically she slaps the girl um, from like, stop crying, slap. And that breaks the memory. Like you need something to break that chain of right. the memory. So she slaps the girl, breaks the memory. Um, in terms of like the science location, we learn <clears throat> the true, um, the true origins of. Ba- we actually learn the true origins of all the girls. If we recall from seeing Alpha, yeah, and, that's know, I right. believe it's we Delta. Her backstory. <laughs> yeah, and I believe it's Delta as well. We see, or one of them might have been Beta. One of them. Either way, we find we see them all like was fucked it, up. Was it was it Epsilon? It might have been, yeah. But we find out it's all the girls. All these girls suffered the affliction of being cursed. We find out the curse isn't like a curse per se, but basically they're the, the cult it has been trying to cultivate these demonic seeds and from the arm. Because again, the um the the mythical legend is that the hero Olivier sliced the devil's arm and they've got the devil's arm sealed up in the, uh, in the sanctuary and in, in the bottom of the church. Right. But we find out they're trying to harvest the devil's energy to give themselves like crazy power with these seeds, but the, the, be- the, is, red, the, the beads of Diablos, the beads of Diablos. But we find out the beads of Diablos basically you can only produce 12 a month or 12 a year. Sorry. You can only produce 12 a year and you have to take them once a month in order for them to go into effect. And so 
um, they basically try to um, use these experiments on the girls in order to try and like, is this a good combination? Is this a good combination? Is this a good combination? And we see these girls all fucked up because of that. That's where we get Alpha, and that's where we get all these girls. And you find out in this um, in the next episode. I guess it's a little bit of a spoiler, but it pertains to this. Is basically, as I said, all the girls had this. Like you see, like you see Epsilon, you see fucking Zulu, whatever the fuck, whatever. All these, all the girls that he has in his thing, he saved through this. And I don't think he, he correlated that. He didn't correlate that. It just, oh, another girl with this? Okay, let's save her. Another girl with this? Okay, let's save her. And told him the bullshit story and they went with it. But now they're uncovering the truth that they were afflicted by the beads of Diablos experimentations. And so we find out basically that the, the, the archpriest that's there, the acting archpriest, is not necessarily the archpriest because the, 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 the religion is just a cover-up. But it's um he was a scientist and he's the last remaining scientist because he's been taking the diablos um beads the beads of diablos and that's how he's been able to live for so long and retell these stories and so um he basically tries to like pull a trap the episode ends with him trying to pull a trap on the girls and uh the one guy i think is uh, delta delta fucking kills him right sends him out into like whatever fucking like river area thing and alpha scolds her it's like didn't we tell you if you're gonna kill somebody a, first off, you weren't supposed to kill them because we need to get information. B, if you're going to kill somebody, you make sure you, you get the body. And you see basically with the Beads of Diablos, he resurrects himself and comes back to life. And he starts basically making a bunch of clones of himself. And Delta just goes batshit crazy with her fucking powers. And that's how that episode ends. All right, moving on. We got two more of these uh, continuations. All right. Two-year eternity. Really good. Again, I'm I'm glad I'm glad it's picking up like how mm-hmm. it was. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, three things are happening. Fushi first is a training to uh, build the materials for in the boat. Mm-hmm. While that is going on, Kahaku and the Guardians are fighting knockers. Mm-hmm. And Bon is that is talking to the Princess of Renro. Yes, He's basically saying uh, like, hey, like I like your people need to retreat. Uh, the knockers are coming in as right now. It's half a year. Yes, and then. She is basically put her foot down and saying, nah, we got it. Yeah. Like, like we don't need like we don't need your help type of thing. Yeah. However, it eventually leads into we're going to fight, but you're gonna fight with us, type of thing. Right. So you know what? It's fair. Compromise more people, stronger numbers. Why not? You, you know the deal. Yeah. Uh all right, now we go back to Fushi, because this is uh well, who is it's basically it's who we meet. <laughs> yes. And uh basically he's a. Uh, the Fuji decides to basically take a break. He's in he's in the he's in a village. Yes. He's buying stuff. He's like learning to do this. Like how to make certain like certain foods now. All this. Like he wants he wants to grow his powers as much as he can. Yeah. And he, he has a little bit of compassion as well. Cause he's like, the easy thing is to just touch every food and now he can make it himself and he don't have to pay for it. But mm-hmm. the the merchant is like, Hey, you're gonna buy that? And he's like, Yeah, I'll buy everything. Yeah, because so yeah, like, yeah, they like, have to I make a living. Yeah, he's like, people got to make a living. They don't know my, my my strengths, so no problem. I'll give you guys unlimited money that I have. Just yeah. out of my hand. Also, people, support your local shops. <laughs> yes. So the, the, the that's that's the message there. But um, basically, uh, yeah, he has his bag. Uh, first, uh, he sees uh, a couple of people from the village glaring at him. No, well, for, no, no. First, he sees um, he sees the poor people. And he's like, I'm oh, saying, like, I'm saying, one of them was glaring at him, and then on the other side, he saw like these like homeless, starving. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking, of, you're thinking of the the child and the mom. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. But uh, yeah, but so yeah, Fushi does actually just leaves all the food for them because 
Basically, yeah. he already touched them, so he could produce it now. Yeah, he's like, I don't need it. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah, win-win. Uh, yeah, then now we see the mother and child like they're looking like, what the fuck are you doing type of thing? Yep. And then, yeah, then Fushi was just trying to help. Like, okay, these people are poor. They need help. They need money, food, and all this shit. Mm-hmm. So he produces some money, tries to give it to them. Yep. And she like, no, we don't want it. Like, you rich people always look down at us. They think it's a game type of thing. Like, no, it's it's like it's not a game. <laughs> yeah. Like he's really trying to help, but I guess the people in that town they got fucked over so many times. It's hard to trust people. Yeah. So basically, he's got to basically fuck off. Basically. So yeah, he. So yeah, he he leaves for now. Uh, he goes to the middle square, and there's a thing going on, kind of like a freak show type of thing. And there's this guy talking about there's someone there that's made of clay. So Fushi tries to go look at it, and he sees a a girl in the cage, a girl, a girl and a little kid, a little boy. And the little boy's dying. Yep, like he like he needs help. Fushi wants to help them. So the guy's like, no, 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 yeah, no, you can't look under there before the show starts. And now Fushi like has his giant bag of money like, trying to buy them just so he can yeah. give them some help. But uh, but um, surprisingly, he was denied, and they said, "Fuck that!" So like, yeah, you're you're done. Like, go get out of here, scram. He's like, you don't know what I went through to get these to get these possessions. He basically yeah. is like treating them like slaves. Exactly. <clears throat> so what does he do at night, Ethan? He breaks in, melts the bars, takes them with him, and escape. But Huzzah! but the boy doesn't make it, and he passes. yeah he He's and like, you find out that this girl does not talk. Yes. But we'll get to that in a bit. Yes. So basically, yeah, he takes her. Yeah, he takes his girl back with him. Yeah. Uh, like, like feeds her. Like, tries to like help her out with everything. Like, get get her on her own two feet. Yeah, feeds her, gives her a bath, gives her new clothing, yeah. and she she's not again. She's a black like she's black from because she's a mud person. But when you wash her, all the mud comes off, and she's a sparkly clean girl. Yep. And we'll get to why she didn't talk on the Yeah, well, yeah, that actually, that's actually going to be next. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, uh, but during all this though, Fushi has his like pain senses, like he's able to feel pain, like yeah. But it's coming. You find out it's like it's like coming from her. Yeah. And uh, basically, she has this jar of clay with her that like she carries yeah. it with her. Yes. And we don't know why. We thought it was just. Yeah. Something, but you find out it is a way she communicates. Her and her brother were talking through the clay. Yeah, he finds this out by turning into the brother to soothe her when she's feeling upset about about missing him. Yeah, and they so touch yeah. they touch jars, or he puts his hand in the jar, and they like have this like telepathic communication. Yeah, and yeah, and this is actually where he learns the valuable valuable reason to become one together with. With with the environment around him, <laughs> yeah, basically, and he figures this out by, um, he realizes that it wasn't a matter of making the boat; it was about the make about surrounding the boat with things. Right? And so he basically yeah. goes into the jungle, grabs like branches, and he connects the branches to himself, and he basically branches out so he can sense everything around him beyond just the immediate and. He turns basically into like a tree. He turns into a giving tree. Basically, he's like he's kind of like the tree of life type of thing. Or yeah, yeah, for sure. And then um, while that's happening, but before we see him like fully connected to this tree, Bon and Kahaku they come back. They try to like, go look for him because it's been months. But basically, they want to see his progress. Yeah, and yeah, like basically, it's like half his body is like a tree. 
Yeah, he soiled himself because he's never moved. Yep, because it's been like two weeks or so. No, it's been, like, it's been like a month or something. Some it's shit been like, like that. a month, that type of thing. Like that, yeah. But he's able to have another body, just another area, like it just transfers consciousness into that body. Yeah. <laughs> While the other body is there. <laughs> because everything is connected. When Bond and Kohaku get back to their, like, he's like, was the forest this long? And he's been growing the forest beyond the boat. And the yeah. boat is now broken down and it's overcome with the forest. You know, it's like, it's in a way, it's symbolic of nature taking its course in life when you have an abandoned ship or something along those lines. But Bond sees something because mm -hmm. of it. He's mm -hmm. seeing that he's losing his humanity because of this. Mm -hmm. Like he's focusing more on what he is, this basically this glowing immortal stone. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like like he like he I think he just fears he's gonna lose sight of what he really of what he was or how he came to be, like how he was when they met. Yeah. And now he's gonna be just focusing on basically being this entity in a sense. <laughs> Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, it was good. And basically, it's now time to prepare for this invasion. But beforehand, yeah. they're like, oh, who's this girl? They ask, like, who's the girl? They're like, oh, I found her. She's like from this, like, the mud village or something. And Kohaku knows immediately, like, oh, the fabled mud village that's to like the very northeast of where we're at. And yeah, like, yeah. yeah. they're like, well, we got to return her. And so. Fushi uh, turns back into the boy and does the communication. They're like, well, I don't know where she lives, so let's find out. And does the communication. We find out that, that the Nakers destroyed the village. her village and killed all of her descendants. And that her and her brother were the only ones left. And now her brother's passed away. So she's the last of her kind, basically. Also, by the way, her name is Echo. Yes, named Echo after a cat because she loved the, the cat that was on the boat. Right. But, uh, yeah, that was... Practically more or less the end of it, and that's basically core one of two years eternity. I give this core a four out of five. Same. If it keeps up, it might be a four and a half. If it gets better, I don't ever see it going to a five for me. But it probably won't be a five. But I think four four and a half would probably be the max if it keeps up this quality. Yeah. Unless something really fucking majestic happens in yeah. the next ten episodes. Yeah. No. Well, for you. No, it's the, yeah, no, I guess saying like, yeah, no, I know, I get what you're saying. Okay, yeah. like, oh, I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Dude. No, not like that. No, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. core. I'm enjoying this season far more than I enjoyed last season, even with the weirdness that was in the middle of the core. Yeah, uh, well, season one was in my top ten when we did this. Oh, it'll probably. That, be... Well, then again, we watched a lot more now than we did. Back then. Did we? <sighs> I know oh. we did. I think I watched sixty. We watched sixty-one anime in twenty. I did personally. I watched sixty-one different animes in twenty twenty-one. I'm currently at 74 um and that's without fall i'm sorry without winter so for calendar year 2021 i watched 61 before and now i'm at 74 yeah so we watched more of this is significantly I'm, I'm sure it'll grow that's what she said all right uh, let's move on to the last uh, continuation my hero academia fan fucking tastic episode. is it the whole thing it did not it did not slip up it, i'm telling it, you if we could have qualified this half of the core it would have been in my top 10 hell if it was just if, if the season was just this <laughs> if the season was just this it's already in, it's already easily the best season of my hero and it's only halfway through and if it was just this season just 13 episodes and that was that dude it would be in my top 10 of the year yeah. um but yeah a uh, good half of this was about mr compress <laughs> Yes. 
And basically, it's his time to shine, like, to help them escape. Yes, I mean, get his backstory as well. Like, we have been doing with all these other characters. It's just a good a good backstory yeah. as well. Uh, yeah, the, what you call the Creature Rejection Clan. Yes. They were annihilating religious people. But the favorite overhaul, there was a fallout with that. Yeah. So, basically, this made the, those groups merge. Yes. That's something he really didn't like. He, like, he was struggling to, like, make this living. Yes. And it got to the point where, basically, he had nowhere else to turn. So he left that group, and now he's with Shigaraki. Mm -hmm. And now he's like more of himself than how he was before the merge, like how he was with this uh, CRC group. <laughs> yep. And now it's time. It's time for the escape plan. <laughs> yes. And how does he do anything? He takes his little compress balls and he's able to he he basically uses his power. Um it's like to like to make things like kind of disappear, right? In a way. Or yeah, yeah, he was doing uh bits and pieces of um he just was uses of threads to yeah. make it. Yeah, he basically tore pieces of his flesh so he can worm his way out to touch himself. And he touches himself, and then he's able to with like breaking the pieces off his body, escape from the compress. He throws the balls. Um, like his little compress balls at um at who's the lizard guy? Uh, I was gonna say Stain, but he's not Stain. Uh, yeah, Stain wannabe. <laughs> yeah, Stain cosplay. Yeah, Stain cosplay. Uh, so he throws it at Stain cosplay and at Shigaraki, and then he also throws it at um. It was somebody else that he threw it at. Um, was it Dobby? Dobby and them? Uh, I think it was Dobby. I think Dobby was still fighting. Dobby was still fighting. No, but Dobby was Dobby was about to get hit. Right. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I see what he's. Yeah, he 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 did it before he got hit. Okay. Yeah, he did it right before he got hit. He was on the defensive, and I think it was Endeavor that was going to get him. Right. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Endeavor. Like he found after finally snapping out of it. Yeah. And so, um, basically, he he's able to break them out, and uh, throughout this, he's just getting fucked up. He's getting fucked up, and then what's his face? Um, Lamillion came over, fucked him up even more. Fucked him up even more, and he got hurt. He takes off his mask because his conviction is so strong. He takes off the mask, and we see his face. Not yeah, we finally face. see his face. Not a bad-looking face. And he's. We find out as part of his backstory, he's the grandson of a um of one of like the I guess nations like Steelers or something like that. He's the he's the great grandson or grandson of like of like one of the thieves of like the nation something some shit like that. Um, but basically, um, he injures himself significantly he weakens himself quite significantly in order to save uh save the the league of nations and toga to this point also has not come yet um and so we see did you find out the name of uh stain wannabe uh yeah his name's not pop up in the cast list really yeah just type in league of villains in a search all right this <laughs> all right in the meantime um once he breaks out lamillion like i said fucks him up and when he breaks out Shigaraki, Shigaraki comes out and Shigaraki's still trying his best to um to to be himself. But uh what's his face? All for one is still within his body. And basically all for one ends up taking it over. He's like, My will is his will, and his will is my will. And he takes it over and he's Spinner. Like, Spinner. Okay. So Spinner, um, he breaks out Spinner, Spinner's with Shigaraki, and we get the the essence of all for one. All for one is like, all right, uh, we gotta go. Like, we gotta escape. And they're like, oh, so your Toga hasn't come. And Spinner's pissed off. Spinner's like, oh, Toga hasn't come back. Compress is hurt as fuck. Like, are you really going to leave your comrades? And Offer One is like, yeah. Just Basically, yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck him. All he cares about is Shigaraki. We need to rest Shigaraki. You know, he's going to pay for it by uh, 
he's going to pay for his loss for being incomplete by losing his comrades, which is really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. The, I guess his, his entire goal was basically not going to take Shigaraki's. He wants to take over Shigaraki's body because his body is weak as fuck. Yeah. And so then again, the, a couple of the, of the heroes come over trying to do what they can and they immediately get taken out by all for one. Um, Lemillion gets fucking stabbed. He's out. Uh, Genus gets fucked up. He's out. Um, somebody else too, right? I think it was uh, Ilya, right? It was. I think it was Alita. Everyone uh, that Alita and that then the girl, girl that does hundred percent with the little fucking beam from her hands. They all get fucked up. Everybody's getting fucked up while um, basically all for one tries to escape. Midoriya sees this and he's like, he's like, move, 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 and he realizes. So when he senses the danger, that's the fourth, uh, the fourth uh, one for all's quirk. Which was like danger imminent or something. That's what the name of the quirk is. Basically, like, it's, it's, like a, it's, like, it's, it's a spider sense. Yeah, it's like a it's it's a spider sense. It's tingly, you know. But yes. because he hasn't gotten used to it and it, he, he, it's so powerful, it basically it hurts his brain. Like he's having like severe migraines. He can't stand up, including the pain of his broken limbs. Like he is fucked up. But he manages to find it within his soul because of the fact that he's thinking back. And he's like, for that brief moment when we were in the one for all realm, um, Shigaraki looked like he was in pain. Shigaraki looked like he was saying, save me, Midoriya, save me. And so he uses that to galvanize himself to try and stop all for one. At this point, he's not even mad at Shigaraki. Like he's like, oh, you know, he's like what he's done is unforgivable. But it looked like he was saying, save me. And that's because of uh, all for one. So he's like, all for one. And he's basically using his power to float and use um, froggy style uh, whip to like whip himself out but then uh shigaraki um yeah shigaraki which is uh, all for one and that's what he used to fuck them up i'm sorry he used like some like electronic beam from his hand to shoot it out um and like basically like use like air pressure and whatnot to fucking blow them all away he does the same thing with midoriya and they escape so i think it's the end up oh no yeah they escape and then as that and then basically the war is over like this battle is over like you see the casualties of the war um and very curious to see what they do next in the next arc. Yeah, that's also in uh, two weeks. Yes, as well. Everything that, that is not concluding is coming out in two weeks. So the next episode... No, not the next. I think it's... Uh, let me even go back. Yeah, so My Hero comes out in eight days from now as we record. Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, nine days. Boruto, nine days. Eternity, nine days. Um, so we basically get a week off, and then uh, Eminence is just like, fuck it, we're just going to keep <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it gets out of the way. <laughs> yeah, so you know, honestly, I don't think we did a good job explaining that because it's been a while since we've seen the episode. But because it, what we explained doesn't do it justice, this episode, along with the entire basically, season, basically, it's stellar. something, it's something, it's something for you to see for yourself. It's if you are if you're watching my Academia. it's a five star half. It's a five star half. Yep, agreed. Uh, and again, the next arc is the Dark Deku arc. <laughs> Ooh, I didn't know this. Yeah, Dark Deku. Okay. Oh yeah, well, yeah, that's gonna be fun. So, ooh, we get pissed off, fucking emo Deku. I think it's more of guilt for you know people dying, heroes dying. Yeah, and the fact that like he the, the, the fact that he just wants to get stronger on his own. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I can't wait for that. We bitch from birth. <laughs> we bitch who had nothing from birth to now. All right, let's move on. We got some finales to go through. We have a lot of them. Yep. Hey, we're um, only at an hour seven. How we doing? We're doing good. That's how we're doing. Uh, Love flops. This ended strong. 
Yes, I wish the quality before this was like that. I know, dude, for real. Uh, but yeah, I picked up where he left off. Asahi is now alone after Amelia now being deleted. Delete, delete, delete. Exactly, all that happened. I fade away and classify myself as obsolete. Obsolete, yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway. That, that was such a good thing. That was the best part of of. of I know of, it's a stu- it's the stupid greatest thing ever. Impact Broken Universe is the best shit ever. AEW Broken Universe, the shits. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They you came in at the wrong time. You came in when there was no crowd. For real, agreed. And yeah, that was like okay, it's useless. We're done here. But uh, yeah, Asahi is like crying all this, and now again he has to go on to this next room alone. Yes. And he's owie. Yes. And she's saying, like, I'm sorry to him. And basically, and he said, where's I? And he's like, look at my chest. <laughs> yes, and he pulls him into her bosom. And we get a really sad uh, flashback, basically. We, yeah. see, we see the last months of I's life through her eyes. And so it starts off, they're Christmas shopping after school. And she, the charm necklace that we've seen in the past that, uh, De- that I was going to say Deku, wow, that Asahi has. Um, we find out where it came from. They were shopping. She wanted it, but she didn't have the money. She spends her allowance money. So um, he tells her, like, I got to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. He goes to the store, buys it for her, gives it to her. Um, <laughs> I loves it. Um, she's like, put it on me. So he puts it on her. She's like, how do I look? And I say, he's like, you look cute. And it's a nice moment between them. But then all of a sudden, like, she has, like, a, a head pressure. Like, she gets, like, a sudden headache. And she yeah. briefly into Asahi's arms. And Asahi's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I just got lightheaded. And she played it off. She's like, oh, no, but what was that? But, yeah, we find out, like, she's at the doctor with the dad. and No, no, no you, you're skipping the part. You have to you have to build this up, too. You have to build I it had up. To be- five, five. You have to build it up. So she gets home. She's in discomfort as she's laying on the couch waiting for her dad to come home. He comes home after a late night. And um, dad's like, were you sleeping? And she's like, she's like, kind of, but it's okay. I'm going to make dinner for you. And he's like, no, you don't have to. If you're tired, you know, stay, stay resting. And she's like, no, it's okay. Then it happens again, and she collapses on the floor in front of her father. They take her to the doctor. They run some brain scans. They don't ever clarify what it is. We can but surmise it, it could have been, it could it, have been it, brain it, cancer. I, it, I think it's a brain tumor. It yeah, is. we can surmise it's brain cancer. So she gets brain cancer. She only has three months to live. It's too advanced. And the father is devastated. And, and a fearful and eye. And I is like, baby. Like, like, oh, it's okay. We'll figure something out. Yeah. And so she's like, let's but, go home. She doesn't stay at home very long. She ends up in the hospital. Um, Asai comes and she's like, "Are you okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm just. It's just a, a battle of exhaustion. It's okay." Yeah. So um, she but, never. So she never tells him. <laughs> yeah. Over the and we see it just progressively get worse. And that it's that's really the sad part of this portion is that she didn't want to worry Asahi because Asahi she knew Asahi cared for him so much. Yeah, yeah and, and it got just, to the point where she even put makeup. Yeah, when he would herself. come, she's like, I'm on the way, okay. And she would get up and her eyes are sunken in. So she would put the makeup on so it didn't look like she was like dying. Um and then eventually um there's one day where Asahi's in a good mood talking to her and she's just not good. And um Asahi's like, Are you okay? And she's like, Yeah. And he's like, All right, well I'm gonna go off. I'll see you tomorrow. And she's like, Hey, you don't have to don't- come anymore. And yeah, you're saying like basically, oh yeah, you got exams coming up. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. And so he doesn't come anymore. And again, things progressively get worse. She's on a ventilator at this point. 
um, and she begins to cry. And she's alone also because her father, we don't ever see her father in this for some reason. Yeah, and the fact that the only person that was visited every day, she just basically. So in her last moments, she's on a ventilator. She's struggling to breathe. Um, she begins to cry, say she's scared. And she looks outside. And earlier in the episode, when Asahi was coming to the hospital, she's like, hey, let's go see the cherry blossoms together. Promise? Promise. We saw that scene earlier in the season. And we see her look outside. The cherry blossoms are beginning to form. And she looks at a video of Asahi that she took. And um, it was Asahi, it was them the previous year in front of the cherry blossoms. And Asahi poses for a picture, but it was a video. And um, she begins to bawl. And she's like, she starts to write Asahi. I miss you. And then she deletes the message and she's like, let's go see the cherry blossoms promise sends the message. And she slowly stops crying with a single tear in her eye. She passes away. Yep. And so yeah, all this flashback happens. Aoi takes Asai to CI and they meet the cherry blossom. Mm -hmm. So they all start talking. Uh, I just talks herself basically, basically the whole thing. It was basically to talk about how she wants him to like move on. Like stop. Yeah. Forget about about me. me. Yeah, stop sulking. Stop, forget about me. You have your whole life to live for. And just... he just says, "How can I do that?" Like, yeah, like, like we've been together since like babies. And he goes over every single scenario that we saw from the other five girls that they experienced in those life those moments yeah. that made them all fall in love with Asahi. He goes over them, and he, Asahi confesses, "Like I loved you. I've loved you since I was a child. It's a bit late me telling you now, but I love you, and I'll never forget you because I love you." And I begins to cry. I confesses I've loved you and I couldn't you know, bring myself to tell you. And they just hold each other. And as they're holding each other, um, the uh, what's it called? The, the they were in the, the nighttime. So then the nighttime yeah. fades as they hold each other crying and it turns into day. And they go from being in like a random spot with the tree to being in the center of Tokyo Park. Yeah. Um, near the tree. And they lean in and they kiss each other. And as they kiss each other, we get a montage of their entire lives together. All the happy parts, um, all the, the jokes, the, the, Every, the time, everything as they're. Yeah. And there's a nice, beautiful song that plays um, that's, you know, basically narrating the montage. And after they're done kissing, I begins to fade um, symbolic of the fact that her guilt and her, her, her sadness of not being able to tell us. Like, basically, basically she was able Basically, she wanted to say goodbye. She wanted to say goodbye. Yeah, she wanted to tell him everything that was on her chest, and they got to basically uh, grieve together and share their real moments. And I fade away. And her, no, before that though, she gives him the necklace. Yeah, the necklace, and he wakes and up then, with it later. Yeah, and he wakes up the necklace in his hand, and he he's butt naked. He's fucking naked, of course. <laughs> of course, a little bit of a little bit of the fan service. Yeah. Um, but no, the rest of the episode is also really good. We get a flash forward now. Asai graduated high school. He's uh, in college. He's got a couple friends. The friends mm-hmm. are like, "Hey, we got into college. Let's go celebrate drinking party." Yeah, he's like, "Ah, not today." And, and they're uh, like, "He's like, don't worry, I'll make it up to you guys." And he goes over to Ai's grave, puts yep. flowers on the grave, says, "Hey, I'm doing really well. I got into college. Thinking about you." And uh, he goes home and, to his uh, one-bedroom apartment. And there's four boxes in the apartment. Yeah, <laughs> there was four boxes. And Matt, what were in those four boxes? Well, before that, he brings up these giant boxes. Out comes the girls. Mongfa. Amelia, Karen, Mongfa, yep. Irina, 
not Aoi, the other four. Basically, what Yoshino did, she backed up their data that consciousness all this, mm-hmm. and she was able to create physical robot bodies of them. As a thank you gets for and an AI V. Yeah, so um, that's the other thing we didn't mention is that on the same day of her high school graduation and the same day that he gets the girls back, um, we get the introduction of a new AI system named Aoi instead yep. of I. Yep. And it's basically the complete version of AI that's able to experience human emotion thanks to their research and their Yeah, so yeah, they're able to get all that data to actually do this properly. <laughs> yeah, and so... Um, the end of the episode, they're all cuddling on um, on on Asahi, and we see uh, them reflect. We see Yoshino and her assistant reflecting, and they're like, "Still, we don't know why Aoi didn't want to do that." She's like, "She was insistent. She walked to the house on her own." The episode ends with her ringing the doorbell and smiling at the camera. Credits. Yep. Solid I, end. Emotional I, end. A very emotional end. You can um, like I was trying to say. Basically, I wrote this in my review of the show, but basically. Um, it's a good. Well, should I save this for the for the for the the rankings? I'll save it for the rankings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll save it for the rankings. Um, it's still a three out of five, but it bumped it from a low three to like a very high mid. I gave it. I gave it a three and a quarter. I gave it three and a half. Okay. Uh, very weird from what we expected. Like we supposed yeah. to be. You know, it went from funny to funny, 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 sexy to weird, and then depressing. To what the fuck? Too depressing. Yeah. To a happy ending. Five stages of 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 love flux. Five, five stages of grief. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh, but you know what? I don't regret watching it. Though. I can't say I regret it, but I can't say like I'm like, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, fucking mad. Get it? Gets fucking five robots to fuck. It's many harm. Whatever. I, I would love to know, like, oh, with our man-made pussies, you know, somewhere. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure I'm like, sure. I'm sure they're very fuckable, but the fact he guessed them all. I feel like somewhere. Fuck the, you. I feel like somewhere in Twitterverse, the the trans community is going to be pissed off because somebody's going to make that man made pussy joke and get offended. Why? Why? Why are you killing the vibe? <laughs> <laughs> I was having a good time, Ethan. Man made pussy. Would you fuck a man? I, you would fuck a man made pussy, right? Yeah, have you ever done anything with a trans person? Trans, you don't have to share. Trans, that's trans, trans female, yes. I ha- I have not been trans male yet. I'm not. Hold on, let's hold on, let's specify. So, a cis male that turned female, or a cis female that turned male. When you say trans male, uh, female that turned male. Okay, you haven't been one of those. I have not been with that. Okay, but you've been with a trans woman who was once a cis. Yes, male. Ma- yeah. So I'm male at birth, and I kind of was not happy with that one. <laughs> I, I I talked about the group. Clearly, says so. he says you're engaged all this time later. So clearly that didn't yeah. work out. Well, no, it was just how creepy and stalky she was, oh. uh, and then just it was in the kink community. Too. It was in the cake party too, and she did that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 they now. Sorry, I apologize. They now, but uh, see, they, man, you know my struggle now with you, with, with me and me and Bash. You know, you know my struggle. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and this person told Bash before, like, oh yeah, this is my dom. Don't don't have him. That little little daddy updated Bashley. <laughs> and who you are married all the time later. Yeah, exactly. All well that ends well. Yeah, I agree. Alrighty, moving on. Uzaki. How did I expose a little bit of your personal life? Sorry about that. Uh, uh, all good. It's all, all good. Here. All right, let's move on. Uh, yeah, Uzaki. Another good ending. We we get we we get to Fujio. He's outside. He's at the convenience yep. store. 
Yep. And he's actually feeling bad. Yeah. Of everything he's... he did to Sakurai. is like, he's really yeah. not a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He genuinely loves my daughter. Um, and I put him, him, and, and I put him through all that shit just to cover my yeah. Eyes. And he drank. He got fucked up because of me. And even though in the end it didn't work out because he still let his feelings go in a way. Um, you know he's a really good kid. So he walks in the door, and what does he see when he walks in the door, Matt? Basically, he says, "I." So as soon as he says, "I'll, I'll, I'll, I'll lay off him for now." Yeah. He's bent over <laughs> naked while Uzaki. No, he's still to... got boxes on. Still got okay. boxes on. But I'm saying, like, he's bent over, like his ass is up a bit. While oh, he's in straight doggy. Yeah, he's in straight, straight doggy, drunk yeah. as a skunk in doggy, yeah. and fucking uh, what's her face? Um, ah, the 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 the, the little sister. Yeah. Yes. What's her name? Yeah, I was gonna say Yagomi. It's not Yagomi. God damn it. Yanagi. Yanagi. Yanagi's yeah, she, taking yeah, pictures. She's, like, she's taking pictures. Uh, Uzaki's I, like, I can't get his pants off. And you see uh <laughs> the wife, the wife you see Suki. Uh, Suki fucking patting down the clothes and fucking Fujio's like Nani. And she's like, Why are you stopping? I was like, This is the best I could do. I try stopping the girls, but this is the best I could do. And I'm drunk too. Yeah, they're all they're all drunk except for Yanagi. And then Yanagi. we get to and then we get to before it happened. It was basically they're yeah. playing cars or like this type of thing. Yeah. And it got to the point where Sakurai passed out. He was she, passing out, and then uh Uzaki's like, let's make this more fun. Every hand you lose, you strip. And so he, he lost every hand because he's not good at cards because he's drunk. And but he, he really up, but he really couldn't strip. Yeah. So they stripped him for him. Yeah, and, and Yanagi's taking pictures, sending them over to uh, Ami. <laughs> to Ami, and I'm sure Ami jilted to those that night. Oh yeah, well we're gonna get to that in a bit, but uh, yeah, straight. But yeah, but yeah, Fujio's just like, hey, leave, like, leave him alone. Like, so it, it got to the point where Sakurai like, dressed awake. him up. God damn it, put his clothes back on. Yeah, like, Sakurai's um, awake now. Ha- uh, Hannah sobered he's up. He's still shit faced. No, he's still shit faced. He no say Hannah sobered up. He's still shit faced. He's still shit faced, but he's not like falling over. He's not vomiting. So basically, and they're like, oh, they're like, can, they're like can you walk home? And then she's like, no. Uzaki's like, no, don't do that. Um, he's he's bigger than me, so if he falls, then I'm fucked. Um, he's like, let's call a cab. Um, dad, you come with me in case he falls, because again, he's heavy, and we'll take him home. Okay, no problem. They call the cab. Um, Uzaki brings him up to the to the apartment. Uh, Sakurai is still drunk, and Sakurai basically, um, what's it called? Uh, turns in front of uh, Uzaki, and they share a nice moment between each other. You know, and then Uzaki, I'm sorry, Sakurai. And, finally, yeah, Sakurai, like he's he starts apologizing, like yeah, like I was like, I'm sorry, I'm pathetic, I promise I'll yeah. be better. I'm like yeah, no. like that's that's not what she was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, but then Uzaki, to her credit, was like, like you can cause all the problems in the world for me, I don't mind, and that was very nice. Yeah, and now uh, she starts to try to get him in bed, and he falls. Down. He First falls he- over on top of her. And, and, so, and he and he holds himself like kind of like pinning her almost just to keep yeah. himself up. Yeah. And he was about to like he was about to and kiss this her. Is, this is the flash forward scene, by the way, from episode one. Okay. This is the flash forward scene from episode one. They fall over, and she's on bottom. He's on top, and he's got this face like this really like like I'm really gonna do this face. And Uzaki is super nervous, but she resigns herself like senpai, take me. There's basically like the face like, like, bit like, like she was ready, like she's ready to accept she it. Closed her it eyes, happens, but and then Sakurai he, leans over, he's flops next to her, passes face out. first onto the pillow, knocked the fuck out. Yep. That's and all. Meanwhile, Fujo's worrying, like, she's taking a long time. What's going on up there? 
And then, yeah, eventually Honda comes in, like, oh, yeah, all this happened. And I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, well, uh, so, so... if it was a hentai, that's definitely what we would have said. Like, mean, Senpai, yeah. you can't go to sleep with that. Let me take care yeah, of it. Yeah, but it's uh, so big when you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Suki would take it out of context. Oh my god, side note, dude. Um, unrelated, speaking of drunk sack, um, I was only tipsy, and like, bro, tipsy me on my second nut of the night. I'm a fucking machine, bro. I, I fucked for an hour and still didn't nut. I had to take care of myself at the end. Bro, I was I mean, I bro. That was, that was <laughs> fucking wild, bro. Let me tell you what. No, no, God no, damn. no, no it's not. But uh, <laughs> yeah. all right, but uh that's probably we, Sakurai. We, Sakurai. We, we go we go we go to the next day. Uh Hannah's at work. And then uh yeah. so so Ami, she shows Hannah the pictures of of Sakurai naked and yeah. uh, half naked. And so she's yeah. just giving him money. First is like uh, fifty bucks. Yep. For the for fifty bucks for the nudes for the for the light nudes. She enjoyed herself. She rubbed one up before bed. Maybe two. Oh uh, yeah. So like yeah. Also also this is for your sister for sending the pictures. Yep. Like no no no. You don't, don't don't waste your money on stuff like that. It's like just put it to something more meaningful. You know like the yeah. same as like you're like you're gonna be a future manager for crying out loud. Is this what you would do? And she's like. Yes, here's more. <laughs> here's more. Here's a hundred. You're right. That was 150 now. <laughs> like here, what one for you, one for your assistant, one for Sakurai. Oh my god. And then speaking of Sakurai, he walks in the door and everybody's like, ooh, about what happened. He goes over to Azaki and he's like, Hey, did I do anything embarrassing last night? I don't remember anything. And then, he blacked uh, out. Yeah, but but you find out later on, totally did. He, he totally remembers everything. Know. He's like, how but, could I? But he was, a, he was, he was a show, so ashamed of all yeah. that shit. Yeah. So and, yeah, um, and, yeah. So they would, they would, it would go off a bit. Like they're walking, like afterward, they work together. They walk home. They go their separate ways. Yep. And now it's got a point where there's a festival going on. Yep. So they flash forward into the new year because earlier in the, in the episode they were like, oh, what are we plans for New Year's? And they're like, Itsuhiko wanted everybody to uh, go to the. Uh, go to pay our first shrine visit and watch the sunset or the sunrise. And they're like, yeah. okay, let's do that. So basically Sakurai meets Itsuhiku and Tensho um, early. And he's like, Hey, I need advice. I found out recently someone likes me and um, I don't know what to do. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, for posterity's sake, who is it that likes you? And they're like, Oh, we found, I feel like I found out Uzaki liked me. And, and everyone then like, Itsuhito was like, dude, we know. <laughs> Everyone knows. Are you yeah. so stupid? You just figured this out. He blew up on him. It was hilarious. Yep. And, then, and even, uh, Tensho, and even then, Tensho knows, right? Tensho? Yeah, we everybody knows. I, I love how they just hang out with him outside of work. You know, he's like twice the rage. Like he's just that cool enough to hang out with just yeah, outside cool of work. Fuck, bro. He's cool. Exactly. Like I would hang out with like good. Fuck. <laughs> oh hell yeah, bro. But yeah, they're all like talking around. And then Itsu Hito was like telling Sakura, like, you gotta tell her. Today is today is the day, basically. You gotta yeah. do it. Yeah, you can't keep stalling. You already know, you know, and then and, like you don't want to be too late. You might go for someone else type of thing. Yep. Like how they implanted that in Hannah's mind a few yeah. episodes ago. Yeah, so you know, the, the night goes well, sunrise happens, and the episode ends with the sunrise happening, and he holds Uzaki's hand in the like the, the watching point that they're at, and he begins to tell her, and then he's like Nah, never mind. Let's let's keep hanging out. Yeah, there's more fun times to hang out. And we got blue balled again. We got blue balled again. 
And but like I called it. I said that they're gonna. I wait know. Until, I was like, uh, until all right, he graduates, and then they'll get together right. when he graduates. Uh, it, so one pretty... more season. One more. One more season. I gave it a three and a half. I think I gave it a four. A low four. Okay, not as good as season one, but the last few episodes were strong. Yeah, the last few episodes definitely made it up to that up to the season one. Where is Carapel Inner Palace uh, Eternity? Where the fuck it is? Uzaki Chan. I gave it a open list. I gave it a four. It's a low four. Good. All right, moving on now. Merry couple. Oh, more blue balls. More blue balls and not the good. No, you know, I will say the end. We'll get to it. But the end, I loved. Absolutely loved the end. It was so good. We'll get to that. But what'd you call it? Now, Minami, he's out of the picture. Minami's out. Yep. Basically, uh, Akari got friend zoned. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shiori made her move. Yep. And Shiori's becoming more bold. More bold, yes. And uh, called that star man. Called that shit. She was going to be bold. Called that shit. Yeah. After after that kiss, kind of had to. Yeah. No turning Uh, back now. Yep. And then uh, it's now basically school break. Yes. So, uh, what you call it? Jiro is not living with Akari because school's out. Everybody's at home. So basically, uh, he starts to go to the the, the bookstore, get get yep. some new manga, yep. restock, and he's uh, he's thinking about the moment with Shiori. Like, what does she mean by basically? Oh no, he well, was thinking about that beforehand, before he went to the bookstore. But the, but, but I'm saying that, but it's still yeah, in his mind. It's still basically both of them. They're like, oh, wonder what Shiori's thinking. The other one's like, I or or, or, or or no, it's all that's like, what does she mean by she want to be more than just a child of friends? He's an idiot. I, I, was know, so I know, I know, I know. I'll get, I'll get to, Jira, I'll get to Jira later. So annoyed. Yeah, but uh, all that's going on. He goes, he goes to grab the book that he's looking, the manga he's looking for. Uh, Shiori's hands also on top of it. They see each other. Oh, what a coincidence! And it is a coincidence. I know, but I say, but but basically, and then Jiro thinks, oh, hey, uh. <laughs> yeah, she's like, no, it's for my you, brother. My you brother, like Jet, you like Jet, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I got I, this is for my brother. Like I, I, he told me to pick it up for him while I was out running errands, and then Jiro's like, you know what? Here, you can have it. Yeah, I like, always wait. Like you, your brother can have it. Yeah, and he's like, oh, my brother's been asking for you. Like, huh? Like, yeah, I told him. Like, like, you did? You talk about me? And yep. he's like, yeah, I mentioned you. And he's like, oh, he's been asking about you now, so he wants you to come over. I'm like, oh, okay. And she's like, hey. Um, and as they go out, they walk out the store. It begins to pour rain, and neither of them had umbrellas because they didn't expect it to be pouring rain. It's a summer shower, and so uh, bold ass fucking uh, Shiori is like, hey, you want to wait out the uh, you want to wait out the storm at the uh, at the house by the school? Yes. <laughs> and Jiro's like, would you want me there? You want to do it? Yeah, like okay. So they waited out, and so uh, Shiori's reading a book. A car. Um, what's his face? Jiro's reading the manga. The manga, and the whole time Jiro's just thinking, like, I can't read this fucking manga. All I can think about is 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 Shiori, and she starts like pointing out, like, she's so slender, yeah. she's so beautiful, she's beautiful hair, she's, she's got tits in her breath. Like he's still just uh, uh, eyeing her, and Akari. I'm sorry, not Akari. Uh, Shiori looks at him like, uh, do I have something weird on my face? And he's like, no, 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 no. I was just you know wondering what book you were reading. And she starts telling him about the book. And then she gets nervous. And she's like, hey, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. She goes to the bathroom. And she's like, oh, my God. I got to look pretty and whatnot. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, fuck. What happened after she came out the bathroom? I don't recall. Uh, they were mostly just hanging out normally. Yeah. And then the uh, the sun comes out. And, and they're out yeah, in the balcony. And basically, 
and now she and where she always going now she's like so it was nothing like she was looking at her like, so everything we did was kind of that once or yeah and jiro was gonna what's it called jiro was gonna ask her the question like yo so what's going on with us like he was gonna basically put it out in the open and then um as he's like saying you know like hey you know he says like oh uh shiori shiori's like hey look at this picture i took of us at the beach like the beach was really cool right yeah the beach was really cool she shows the picture of everybody there jiro sees akari and <coughs> he, i can guess everything and uh shiori's like oh what were you gonna tell me and he's like oh nothing, oh, nothing. nothing. yeah nothing, so, nothing. and she's like so yeah basically and so Meanwhile, Jiro goes back home after that and he's thinking like, oh, I spent the whole day at Akari. Like, this is great. And um, he, uh, what's it called? He gets, gets a text. bunch of text messages. A bunch of things. He's like, this goddamn, uh, what's his face? Jama? His friend. The, 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 fuck, the, ver- the, the virgin delinquent. Uh, yeah. Kamo. Kamo. Goddamn Kamo. Like, I'm fucking busy. And he sees it's Akari it's, blowing yeah. him up. And Akari's <laughs> like, no. okay. so Akari like, I'm bored. And Jiro's like, I'm bored too. And Akari is like, great, we're both bored. See you at the station in two hours. It's a date, by it's the a way. Date. And he's like, what? And he's like, I could just say that I'm not bored. He's like, no, but, uh, all right. So he begrudgingly gets up out of bed um, and he goes over to meet at the station. Akari's late. He's about to say, fuck this bitch and leave. Akari shows up. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm late. Um, yeah, I left. I, I, yeah, I was like, I was busy trying to get pretty. And then I left my phone when I got to the station. So I had to turn back, get my phone. And um, I'm sorry. And she I was ran late. here. And she ran to, to, to see Jiro. So she's only 15 minutes late instead. And she's like, how do I look? And Jiro's all embarrassed. And she's like, oh, you look cute. And uh, Akari is like, well, good. Because, you know, this is the type of clothes that you told me that you like seeing girls in. And, I bought and this, this, and for this you. outfit is for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, I was thinking about you when I bought the outfit. I don't normally wear this type of stuff. Jiro's super embarrassed. And Akari is like, well, let's go. I got a bunch of things I want to do. And they go on a bunch of couple stuff. They go and have like they have ice cream together. They go to um where else? Clothes shopping. They yeah, they go Close. clothes shop. They, they they do a bunch of like you know cute little things together, basically. Yeah, and then we see them like walking home, that type of thing. Yep. Yeah. And who's there, Ethan? As they're walking home, Shiori pops up. Shiori was busy getting groceries um for her place. And, yeah, and then like, oh, what are you guys doing here? What are you guys doing together? Oh, we were hanging out, and Akari was talking about how she was on her way to go to the shrine before going home. She wanted a stamp from the shrine. Yep. Cue uh, Kanasagawa. Yep. Or... And then, uh, what you call it? Uh, then she asked Shiori to basically tag along. <laughs> no, Shiori asked. Oh, uh, she, oh she asked. Sorry. She, she invites herself. She's like, hey, I wanted to pay my respects <clears> to the shrine. Do you mind if I come with you guys? And like, okay. And then uh, Shiori's like, hey, do you want to race? And they're like, <laughs> okay. And keep so... in mind, Akari's in fucking wedges. Akari's in wedges, and they're like, all right. They give Jiro all their clothes. Jiro's like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And go. And this is where I thought it was such a tremendous end because they play basically, um, again, another beautiful song. And as they're pat, they're very, the two of them are tunnel vision trying to get up to the shrine. It's a long run. Um, but over the course of the long run, we see a lot of symbolic meanings in the scenes that they're passing. And you basically see the stages of a beautiful romance. You, the first stage they see is a couple kissing. The second sta- stage they pass is a couple walking out of the church after getting married. The third stage that they pass is a couple walking out the hospital after uh, having their child. And when they finally reach the top of the steps, they're out of breath. And an old woman go- comes to them. They're like, hey, are you girls okay? And they're like, yeah, we just raced here. And they're like, okay, well, you know, you know, calm yourself down. Be careful. And then she's like, Jiro, come on. 
and it's an yeah. old man and old man grabs her hand and you know the old woman dotes on him like saying you know be careful you know you don't want to fall down the stairs and she's like i know honey and the girls look at jiro they're like jiro and they're like he kind of reminds us of jiro huh and they're like yeah it kind of does meanwhile their jiro's walking up the stairs exhausted like <gasps> he's out of breath like well i can't believe you did this and um as they pr- pay their respects jiro realizes like this shrine is known for granting uh, granting relationships and so everybody prays and i forget what did jiro ask for did, did they say i don't think they went over what they said but basically that's how the episode ends um with them basically confirming a rivalry between the two girls over the man that they love yeah. and jiro's still an idiot yeah i i hated jiro yeah i did not give him best boy spoiler alert no he didn't get anything <laughs> he didn't get anything but no i the show itself i gave it a four likewise Gave it a four. There was some good stuff. Some again, just some tropes. Again, the dense MC of this harm rom com. Yep, yep. But he was nothing special with it. Yep. Uh, but we all know we all it, you guys you watch it for the girls. Uh, Shiori, she had no personality till like the second half. <clears throat> I liked Shiori. I'm always a I like her too. But I'm saying like the first half, she really didn't. She have was Jiro. The first half, she was Jiro. She was female Jiro. She was Jiro with a vagina. Yeah, so it was just mostly it was just basically about Akari being a whore, but you know, being a whore, Sundari no. whore. <laughs> I'll get more into it into why I gave it a four. Um, when we go over the the, well, the we do word. our countdown, yeah, 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 we we'll do our countdown. Um, yeah, so we're yeah, so we're not we're not going to full detail how we fought to because I can give you guys full detail. I've written my reviews that I'm going to be posting on Instagram over the course of yeah. time. I'm slowly catching up. I finally I finally posted the penultimate from summer on my Instagram, like Horus. Yes, and now I got to post the final one. The next one is uh, Maiden of This, and that's another long one. But regardless, um, yes. we'll get into details momentarily, guys. Stick around. Right. Anyway, uh, Wait, what? Stick around, and I said Onigashimas, which means please. Okay. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, Spy Family. Pretty good. This, this, uh, this, I was waiting for this. We finally got it. That first contest. We'll get to that in a bit. Yes. Uh, but yeah, is this focuses on uh, Damien a bit mostly. Yeah, because uh, it's a basically it's just like this parent teacher type meeting like of alumni. No, it's the uh, it's the it's the um what's it called the the, the Imperial Scholar. I thought it was the same school. Sorry, I was like alumni. no, no, no. It was the Imperial Scholar. They go to the same school, I think. Okay, yeah. So I said it's basically family's going to be there. Yeah, it's mostly for them. Students can come if they want to. Rich people. Yep. <clears throat> so uh damien no not students is, come if they want to it's only the imperial scholar students their families and then like rich guests vip guests yeah and they, they got full guests because over the course of time people have tried to infiltrate it and so the school is paid for fucking armed guards with fucking machine guns standing right. by they're doing id checks and invitation checks they're doing full body scans and and full body pat downs like Nobody that's not supposed to be in that bitch is going to get in that bitch. And throughout this entire time, we see Lloyd staking out. He basically, um, he pretends he's, he, he's spied around. Yeah, he's pretending to be a janitor. He's trying to get info, basically. Oh, but I'm saying, like, he's basically there. He 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 hears about this. He thinks it, about uh, Damien's father, the guy he's looking mm-hmm. forward to showing up. Yep, Desmond. Uh, so basically, she's trying to get info about like, is is Damien going to meet? Uh, so Damien did have that plan. Like, he wants to meet. He wants to meet his dad in a certain area. And the reason why we found out about this plan is because Anya was spying and Anya overheard his internal strife about how yep. he wanted to so now she's and her father. And and she's so like, Becky... I want to be useful to Chi-Chi. And then Becky is just basically like, oh, you, you, you're stalking your lover? How creepy. 
grow. Becky's gonna be a whore when she grows. I shouldn't say that, but I say what 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 romance novels has she been reading? Bro, like she's gonna fucking be super active. They better put her on birth control ASAP. Or just don't get her or have her stay away from older men. Bro. Uh yeah. Oh well, I'm gonna stop that now. But <laughs> but yeah, now Damien's like having second thoughts, like, oh my dad's not gonna show up. He ain't I don't want to do this. I should cancel. Yep. And then Anya steps in. Yep. And then she starts like talking to Desmond. Oh, like, well, you know, you should back up because the reason why he even asked for the meeting in the first place is because his brother, who's an Imperial Scholar, is like, hey, you're going to the Imperial Scholar thing, right? Yeah. Dad's coming, right? Yeah. Can you do me a favor and tell him to meet me out in the courtyard? I want to talk to him. And he's like, I can't promise anything. You know, he's busy, but I'll tell him. All right. Yeah, bye. Basically, yeah basically, he, basically, he's a clients only. Yeah. His brother sounds like a fucking dick, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I... I I can't, can't but feel bad for him a little. Yeah, you do. Feel, you learn to empathize with Damien. I certainly have. Yeah, it's like, oh, geez. Like, he, just, he just wants to spend time with his dad. That's really it. Well, even though he, he, knows, he doesn't know anything that's going on with me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Anya, with her zero intelligence, is like trying to <laughs> pep up Damien. Uh, all of a sudden, it led to, or are we talking about again? Yeah. Lloyd is over here in the conversation and is like, look, she's like, I don't think you meant to do that, but thanks for being helpful. Yeah, Anya saves the world part two. But uh basically then Damien, of course, starts uh bad mouthing Anya that Anya's like to Becky, I'm gonna go punch him again. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, No, you're gonna get expelled. <laughs> Becky, hey, Becky was a G there. Becky was her friend there. Like, no, don't do that shit. Fucking expired. Yeah, exactly. That happened to me once. We got into like an argument at a bar, and my friend's like, I'm gonna shoot this motherfucker. I'm like, let's not do that. Yes. He's like, I got the gun in the car. I was like, I know you do. Let's not use it. Uh, but anyway, we go on. To, it's the next day. It's the thing that's going on. And of course, we see the man finally in person. You're skipping a point that um, basically the shit talk that fucking uh, that uh, that Anya did to Damien was like, oh, you're scared of your father. You shouldn't be scared. I'm not scared of my father. Even when I have really shitty it, grades, like, I, I tell, I tell him. him, I tell him and it riled up Damien. Like, I'm not scared of my father. Come on. I'm going to go away from at the courthouse. Becky's like, oh, are you going to uh, wait? And Anya's like, yeah, I'm going to wait with Damien. Like 15 minutes later, she knocks the fuck out. And Becky's yeah. like, you aren't serious. Hey, driver, let's take her home. OK, as you wish. Yeah. Takes her home. Okay, even like yeah, now she's gone. She's out of the yep. picture. Yeah, Lloyd is taking around. We see Desmond. He's surrounded by guards. Yes, but and no, then... you're also skipping a point. You're skipping a point. Lloyd, um, after Anya left, Lloyd pops out as himself and was like, "Oh, like, hey, I'm looking for a uh, a bean, like a like a thing." And oh, that's right. That's right. He talk- that's right. He talks to Damien. He talks to Damien, and he's like, "Oh, like, oh, are you happen to be Damien Desmond." Um, or Damien, whatever the fuck his last name is. He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. He's like, I'm so sorry. Bows to him and says, like, you know, I'm so sorry for the inconvenience on your call. I punch you in the face. Um, you, you're sure to be pissed off. You know, like, I'll do whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then they start having a little bit of a heartfelt conversation. And as they're having the heartfelt conversation, now Desmond shows uh, up. Yep, he shows up. He has guard. He has, like, Imperial-type guards around him. Did you yep. notice the scars around his head? I don't think those are scars. No, like, surgical-like type. All around his head. I didn't see that. No, I thought they were parts. Like you know how like you'll shave like a line in your head. No, no, it was that was like line, like line, 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 line. Like he had surgery done. Oh no, I didn't notice that. Yeah, so I wonder what. Well, I mean, that's why he looks fucking bug eyed. He's like, yeah. So I wonder if he's like he's like type of like brainwashed. Like someone got to him. He's a pawn or wouldn't shock me. No, so yeah, uh, his talks are basically short and sweet. He like talks to. uh he talks to Damien for a little bit, but uh, Lloyd. 
eventually he pops in. Yeah. And he starts like apologizing for uh, Anya. Yeah. And uh, of course Desmond just like brushes off like, oh, it's it's fine. Like uh, kids being kids. No problem. And, like, 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 like he does not care. He's not showing emotion or anything. Yeah, and that upsets Damien. Like Damien's like, oh, he doesn't give a fuck about me. And so he starts trying to rile him up, like, you know, like, hey, like that it bespersed our name, blah da 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 da. And uh, basically Desmond's like, shut the fuck up, kid. And Damien yeah. like fucking shuts the fuck up. But Lloyd's plan throughout this entire time is like, listen, like, I'm not gonna be able to talk to him in the um in the Imperial Scholar Ball. So I just wanna I wanna have communication with him. I want him to remember my name, Lloyd Forger. Yep. And they start having a back and forth about political affairs and the the, the issues and- of 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 raising children yeah this, this children. family yeah about family and it kind of gets to uh to Damon, to Des- desmond a little bit but then he's like forger is your name right and he's like yes lloyd forger and he's like you're an interesting fellow i, I kind of like you and so he's like oh well i'm gonna leave you know and so he dips out eventually when the conversation kind of dies and then and so uh desmond the goes to and is like so what is it you wanted to tell me and he goes nothing and he's like Okay, but, well, and uh, yeah, Desmond starts to walk away, but then Damien's like, Hey, I, I won this contest type of thing. Like, I won the like, contest. I'm like, 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 he was talking about himself. Yeah, he wanted his father to love him and appreciate him. And he's like, I got a Stella, you know, I, I won this grand prize, I got a 50 in, in, in spelling, but you know, I'm still working really hard and I really want to make a Venus Imperial Scholar so you can come see me here at this ball one day. And Desmond's like, well, good. all right, cool. Good job, kid. Keep up the good work. Don't yeah. let us down. And yeah, that was it for that. Like, we don't see Desmond again for now. But Desmond's happy, and Lloyd is like, oh, you know. So, and it, it's a nice moment because he's like, oh, it's the simple things, you know. But it's the simple things, but it's, but you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, something, it's something that needed to happen. Yeah. Season ended. Everybody grew. You get we get our first interaction with da- with with, uh, with Desmond. Damien yep. grows and gets some, some sort of cheer from his father. Lloyd gets um, both the satisfaction of having that first interaction with Desmond, as well as and actually appreciating his fake family. <laughs> yeah, his family, the family life. Yeah, and he returns home. Anya's still knocked the fuck out. Oh yeah, and... we we see a little thing where uh, basically Becky and the maid drop off. Yeah, Anya to to your delivery. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That was funny. Yeah, like, like, we you left him out in the yard. Oh, crazy thing. Uh, what do you think? Yep. I gave it a four out of five. I like the season better than I like season one. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, this is this is a solid four. I enjoyed it a lot. I came to end the movie to come out. I can't say I can't wait, but I will certainly be watching. Well, you well again, it's different for me. I'm still gonna watch it. No, it's not like I'm oh, just yeah. like oh this fucking shit. Even though I don't like Anya. You know, I appreciate Anya in several moments here. Just like I appreciate her in the, you know, there's always moments of Anya I appreciate. Consistent Anya, eh. Mid. Alrighty. Mid. All right, we got four more. I know. We're you're right. You're, you're, we're, back, you're, we're back on track, Matt. You're ready for bromance? Yes. Yes, I was waiting for this one. You were. Picked up, we picked up where we left off. Aki basically about to get fucked up. Wait, you didn't even say what we're talking about. We're talking about Chainsaw Sorry, Chain- Man. Yeah, Chainsaw Man. The finale of Chainsaw Man. Yes. All right, but again, we put the word left off. Aki getting fucked up. Yep. He can't hurt this little. He can't hurt this ghost demon. Nope. He's getting choked and, to death. At, yeah, and as he was choking to death, a flashback. 
Yeah, a flashback with uh, Himeto, Angel's from, favorite character. From first person view. I mean, it's a lot of people's favorite characters. Yo, I would have, I would love I said, that. I said it's Angel's favorite, even though you said he's glad so she's So she lost vision in her eye. Does she still have her eye? Because then you could skull fuck her, right? The, she has uh, no eye. I, I think it's, I think. I would think you ever vision... skull fuck somebody that doesn't have an eye? No. I, I would be very curious to try and put my dick in there and see what would happen. No, no, I think it. I think I think. Imagine it's your there. dick's like stuck in a fucking brain. As I say, I think it's there, but not. Yeah, it's like, not it's physically there, just like no like. Yeah, iris nobody's... and stuff like that. Pupil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just... trying to be funny, Matt. I know, I know you. I know you want a skull fuck. Ask your future wife. I don't know. <laughs> no, she doesn't like it. Like I tried doing it a little bit. She's like, no, I'm choking on it. I'm like, part of. Well, well, ask part of the deal, her. but okay. Well, ask her if she could take an eye out for just a minute. Fucking glass eye. Yes. Okay, baby. Yep. Well, it'll get face fucking a whole new meter. Literally. Literally, yes. But uh. Anyway. Got, but yeah, she got the she he got the die in his gay flashback. Say, hey, don't give up type of shit. It's basically about before Aki had his first cigarette. Like, oh yeah, like I'll, I'll take the cigarette away for now. <laughs> No, we so she's like, Oh, do the cigarette. We get the scene basically where it's like, yeah. you know, like, like yeah, they're, you know, they're having dinner. And then we didn't get this part in the first scene was that Aki's like, He's like, You're terrible giving a cigarette to an underage, underage guy. And yes. she's like, What? You're underage? He's like, Oh, no, 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 we can't have that. She's like, I'll take it away. She's like, I'll take the cigarette for now and I'll give it back to you when you're ready to start an addict. Yeah, basically. And then, uh, <laughs> which was very sensual in a way, too, when you think yeah, about and it. Then, yeah, and then we get. Like we go back to where we were, and there's yeah. a something that says in the cigarette. Like, no, so Aki's like compa- he's composing himself, and the 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 ghost demon only has its hand out, and yeah. he puts his hand out, and he gets the cigarette. He rolls the cigarette around, and the cigarette says "Easy Revenge." Yeah. And this, and and then Aki puts two and two together. Of it's basically. No, he didn't put two and two together, but he. But saying like he understands, he, like, he like, yeah. it, it, it calms down. He understands that basically this demon sees through fear yes and so and... he doesn't have any more fear and the demon just stands there politely yep. and aki beheads it yeah and what's it called um uh what's her face um the, well, the girl that hey, was the, the girl that had the snake what's her name i think i think it was like samitami or something like that it was similar yeah. to, to science kamitani it was like Sam- uh, Akane. okay so she was about to call the heavy and, and um, then kobani akari is like don't or not Akari. Wow, Aki is like, don't kill her, and you see Kobemi behind her with a yeah, knife. Yeah, like what? Like throat. where has she come from? <laughs> Savage. That was actually a good moment, and I, I chuckled. I love her. Like Aki's like Kobemi, why did you stay in public service? And she's like, well, bonuses are coming up. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 the blowjob demon needs money, so the blowjob. I'm done. I'm, no, well, no. That... Okay, well, I can't wait to see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, they, they don't do it yet, but yeah. Is it nicknamed the Guac Guac Ten Thousand? No, <laughs> the blowjob demon, hey, you know. Oh, well, yeah, stop it. But, uh, Ten thousand, motherfucker. But as as all right, that we now we go to fucking Denji and Powers. Oh God, they're Powers in the elevator. Fucking idiot. I know. Yeah, Power is eating uh, the arm of a zombie. Denji's like, "What the fuck? That's gross." Vomit. <laughs> it's like food is food. Shut up. <laughs> so all that is uh, happening, and then, they get uh, to the seventh floor, and there's a bunch of zombies. And uh, uh then powers like I could take them all on. No, 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 no. What's his face? Uh, Denji is like, hey, they haven't caught on to us. Don't say anything. Let's try and just so power just screams. Listen up, I'm power. <laughs> I'm going to kill you all. 
And but Denji's quick, like, quick, quick, Denji, follow my lead. I'll show you a thing or two. Denji's like, this walked, bitch, yeah, closed door. She, yeah, no, no, he, he didn't push the button. It just closed when she got out. And she starts fighting them, thinking that Denji is still behind her. All that, all that is going on. She's on her own. And now we go to the elevator again. Yep, Denji. Doors open, Denji, door. and we yep. see the Katana Demon, a couple of yep. thugs. Yep. And then as uh, she's like, he's about to pull the Rick cord, like, oh, wait, I, we just want to talk. He's like, all right, what? And he's like, you killed their, uh, he's like, you killed their, uh, their father and their grandfather. Right? Don't you well, feel any it, guilt? It was, it, yeah, it was, like, it was his grandfather. And he's and like, like, they were, he's like, they were, um, he's like, well, they were zombies. So no. And he's and like, like, but they were humans before this. Yeah. And I, whenever I accidentally kill a zombie, you know, I feel guilt. And so he's like, would you let us kill you? You know, in place of that guilt, and all will be forgiven. As, as, a, as a fate, we also got before that though. He was willing says, "I'll turn myself in." Depends yeah. on what you say next. Yeah, because uh, we found like, yeah, like we got played too, basically. Yeah, like, but then like, we, like, we both got played. But he's like, yeah, ah, you, fuck it. He's like, "Would you let us kill you, and everything will be forgiven?" He's like, "Nah," and he's like, "All right, I see." And fight. then <laughs> fight. Oh my god, this is such a good fight. It is a good fight. It didn't win my fight of the year, but it was a great. No, fight. no, 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 no. It was close though. Like I got, I got Spider Man two from the when they're fighting the train. So yeah, true. I love that. So I was like, ah, that's a that's a great callback because I love Spider Man two. But uh, all this is going on. They're fighting the train around cool music in the background. Yeah. And uh, fucking uh, yeah, they they crash through the ceiling of the train. One of his arms is cut off. No, they crash the thing, and they're like, "Oh, due to a situation, we're gonna evacuate the train." Yeah. And somebody fucking gets uh, somebody gets, I guess she falls, and then that's when we see um, we see the katana demon go after Denji. Denji protects her and himself, but loses an arm. Yeah, and she runs away. Come back with the same attack. Denji yeah. loses the other arm, and he's like, "Oh, like what are you gonna do? You're this is basically over." He's like, "Do you want to beg for forgiveness, and I'll make it quick?" And Denji's like, "I still got my head." Goes after charges head first. And breaks the fucking it breaks the the chain on his face, and um, yep. what's it called? He's like, oh, he's like, you're stupid, and he's like, nah, bro, you're stupid. He's like, never trust what a demon says, and you see his leg, and his leg has the chainsaw, and all of a sudden you see the katana demon just split in fucking yep. two, just yeah, fucking split, and he wins. A, a little bit later, he's chained to the to, he's chained to the to the train. And um, he's like, oh, he's like, wow, you really are like me. He's like, all I did was take the katana out of your head and you fucking pulled right back together. Yep. And so um, he sees Aki come in and Aki calls her back up. He's like, hey, we's got the target restrained, calling for backup. Yep. And, and then she's like, let's have a contest. And Matt, yep. what kind of contest do they want to have? It's, a, it's, a, it's Rochambeau. They're going to kick in, the, see who kicks them as hard as they can. It's like, the contest is basically kick as hard as it can. See what happens. And Aki first, he's like, "No, nah, that's stupid. You're on your own." That he's like, he, he's like, Himeno went. He's like, uh, no, because Denji was smart. Denji's like, "Oh yeah. well, this is the guy that killed Himeno. Don't we want to get revenge for Himeno?" And Aki's like, "Himeno wouldn't like that shit." And he sits down. He looks at the cigarette that says "Easy Revenge." And they look at it back so, in his pocket. Uh, so and he's, he's like, like uh, "So what do I win? <laughs> what do I win if I if I win?" And he's like, "All right." And then he just see him just as the song is playing. Just, Ding! Yeah, oh! All the screaming going Ding. on. Oh, and he's like, bro, like veins are popping out. He is fucking like he's he is getting fucked up in the dick. And I liked uh Denji's last saying. He's like, "Are you listening to us in heaven, Himeno? We're singing yep. you a requiem." Yes. <laughs> oh, so that that happened. He gets taken away. Yeah. And uh, 
That's not quite the end of the episode. No, like, no, we, no. We got we got a couple things happening. First off, uh, Kobeni yeah. taking the snake person away. Yeah. And as as she was about to ask questions, you just see blam. Yeah. So this because this is happening during uh, Makima's brief with the head of uh yeah, the head of public, public service, the... and they're like, oh, basically, um, we she had a, she's a former private sector person that yeah. had a deal with the gun devil, so she was providing guns to the yakuza, and she with her deal with the gun devil. That's probably written in their in their in their contract that if she gets caught, she commits suicide or like you know she'll or like die. she can't talk. She can't. She talk. can't talk, so she'll die. And she's like, um, we recovered one point four kilograms of gun de- of uh, of the gun devil in uh, flesh in the in the building. We add that to the five, and the gun and the flesh is finally moving to where the gun devil is located. And they're like, well, where is that? And we see a, a smile from Makima. And then it flashes over to Aki and Power and Denji having like a little. They basically go around town. They go shopping. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Power gets a new cat. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, she bits it straight. But yeah, uh, they're all enjoying each other. Like, yeah, they're just having a good time. Everybody's smiling. And um, what's it called? We, we uh, get the we get the we get the last song. Yeah, and Denji passes out. Power is nowhere to be found. And yeah, Aki this, goes yeah, this outside. Is, yeah, yeah, this is the after credit, by the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, so, Aki, yeah, Aki is um has his outside. quiet moment like he yep. just and he's, he's and he's a little lit. He's been drinking. Yep, and he uh, has the the cigarette with the easy revenge on it. And he lights that bitch up and smokes it, and like just looks up in the sky. Yep, and then we up. get to, and then we get to Denji. Denji's dreaming, and Denji, it's we see this piece in in the in the op where there's a door in an alley. And we see Denji go into the door. And we've seen this a couple times, not just in the OP, but in the season as well. Yeah. And Denji's like, I always have this dream. Um, this dream never goes away. But this dream but, doesn't but, 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 he, but he forgets about it when he wakes up. But he forgets about it when he wakes up. And he hears Pochita's voice from behind the door in the alley. And he's like, Pochita, I can pet you in my dreams. Come out. And he's about yeah. to open the door. And, and you hear Pochita, Pochita says, Denji, never open this door. Yeah. And oof. That's, that's it. <laughs> Uh, you, oh, you didn't hear the new character? No. Oh, Rezzy. Uh, we don't see her, but we hear her. Can't wait for her. Mm. But uh, you like the new be... villain? Yes. Okay. But I'll, I had I'll seen a, I had seen a uh, a news article on Crunchyroll site because I refresh it every morning, but I didn't click on it. I like to be like surprised by shit. No, but like, but I know who she is. Like we do from the voice, they revealed like who the character was. Yeah. And like, okay, this is this is gonna be good. This is where we end it. And uh, I gave it four and three quarters. I gave it five. Just because it's so goddamn different. Yeah, it's so we'll, different. We'll, 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 get to, we'll, we'll get to it in the countdown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a five for me. All righty. Moving on. Boat you the Rock. Great. Yes, great. Uh, we yeah, we get to the concert. That's what we basically start with. Um, fucking keep the same thing up for coming, that type of thing. They start yep. playing songs. Yeah. So first song goes well. Goes great. But goes something's great. off in the, at the toward the end of the first song. And as they're beginning the second song, she realizes, oh, shit, my strings broke. Yeah, but again, she she took her father's guitar, so it's old as fuck. It's old as fuck. And one string breaks, and the tuner that were for the recovery string isn't working. Yep, so basically she cannot play the certain chord she needs. And her solo's coming up. Yeah. And so uh, basically, Kita, being a a bro, like helping out with this type of distraction thing, like gives her something. No, 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 no. It, no, Kita at libbed on her own because this yeah. is like it was that was gonna be the part 
where she did the solo, but she realized her guitar's broken and she couldn't do it. So she kept just doing the song like normal. Yep. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Bochi was like, fuck, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then we see Senpai's empty, yes, that's right. empty cup. And so she grabs Senpai's empty cup yep. and she uses it to finish the song. Using yep. the, uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. She, put, yeah, she, yeah, she pressed on the string like to get that sound, mm-hmm. that type of thing she got. Yeah. She gets it. She's back. She gets her solo. It's great. Yep. Song's done. Uh, the band starts talking to the crowd. Yeah. How much they really appreciate it. Yeah. And then they get they get to they get to Bochi. She's Bochi, quiet. What do you want to say to the crowd? And she freaks the fuck out. Yep. And she so, remembers she's Senpai. Quiet. Senpai is like, oh, Senpai stage dive, and that was really cool. I'm gonna stage dive. Yep. She stage dove. And no one first. caught her. No, no one, one caught her, and she concusses herself face first. Yep. That was funny. That was I was like, no, cringe. I was like, you know what? This is okay. Baby steps. That's that's how I viewed it. Baby steps. She'll get there. She'll. And so she wakes up in the in the nurse's office. They see Kita uh, Kiki, there, and yep. she's talking about, oh yeah, it's, uh, we're gonna have an after party. We're gonna wait till uh, you were you were up for it. Yeah, and she's and like, I'm so sorry, and like, oh, everybody loved it. You were great. No, like yeah, every, every, yeah, everyone was genuinely happy for like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, that, chuckled, I chuckled when she uh, when she went back to the to the classroom to get her stuff, and a couple boys were passing her like, oh shit, it's that crazy rocker chick, and she got so embarrassed. And, and she's like, one day, I'm gonna, gonna quit school. school. Like yeah, there you go. And I was like, that's not supposed to do, but okay. But uh, yeah, uh, now we go. Uh, Bochi's back home. She's apologizing yep. to the dad. Yeah, he's like, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. He's like, those, those guitars are made for like smashing that type of things. Yeah, and they're like, oh, but I have no money to replace it. They're like, who said you didn't have money? And he pulls hey. out three hundred thousand yen, three thousand like, dollars, and it's just like, like what happened? Oh, they find out. Oh yeah, we found your uh, YouTube page. The guitar you forgot hero. that your YouTube page is on a family account, Guitar Hero. So yeah, and they get fucking paid. Like, yeah, they get so they're like, when you monetize your videos, you got lots of views. So I was secretly monetizing it, saving it for a rainy day if you ever needed it. You need it. Here you go. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, well, what? she's like, and she's literally, she's like, well, guitars only going to cost me a hundred thousand yen, so I could put the other two hundred thousand yen and quit school. Or, no, 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 no. She wants to quit her job. job. Like she's like, like pumped to like, yes, I don't need to do this anymore. But before that, though, she goes to work. She's cleaned up. She's all hyped up. All yep. shit, all this cool shit. Like Everyone wow, she's actually the fuck out. They're like, and then oh. Boji went fucking super saiyan. Like she is ready to go. She's yep. gonna march in that office. Tell that sister to fuck off. She yep. goes there. Like, uh, it's about work. <laughs> like, like, what, what is coming that? up? What kind of gift do you want? Like nothing. I guess. And then, and then later on, she's like, "I like my gifts." Yeah, and then they they pull her away. He's like, "Ah," and then you see it's just like she's actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, now basically they're all they're all going to the music shop, basically to pick out Bochi's guitar. And Bochi and- freaks out, and she becomes a headbanger. Yes, I was dying. The reception is like, oh my gosh, one of the metal people. Like, ah, what do I do? Like, the metal aisles on the second floor to the right. That was funny. That was great. And then you then you have, of course, you have fucking Ryu like playing around with the bass guitars. You know, she has no money. Yep. But she's like trying to buy one still. And she was telling Bochi too. She's like, "You can never have too many guitars." And everybody's looking at guitars. Kita's looking at a guitar, and uh, everyone's looking at a guitar. Nijika is the uh, drummer, and so there's no drums there. So like, I want to get a guitar. 
and they they see her with like funny crazy fucking guitar playing fucking drum playing yeah. fucking thing but while that's going on bochi sees a certain guitar that she's like look at like mesmer like a beautiful guitar all black well no the, the, there was some color on it on the front no it's all black it's well, like silver maybe like that's it there's no color no no but there was like no but there's like a little bit of brown on it no no dude no you're thinking of her old guitar her old guitar was was black and gold this one is black and silver and the um the i don't know what you call it because i'm not familiar with the with instruments but like the the base of it is like is a lot like cooler like it's like sharper you know what i mean it's got like a like a more of like a jagged edge at the top and stuff like that so it was different um but yeah really beautiful guitar cost 120,000 yen yeah and, and then we find out it's a it was a thing custom made like she like she like fixed up tuned up yeah the, the shop owner really appreciated it and they're like oh it's a great first guitar and they're like oh well she knows how to play it she's just getting a replacement because the other one broke and they're like oh my god i'm so sorry and she's like and she starts and uh, what's it called but she starts freaking out again and keith like she'll take the guitar yeah buy the guitar yeah, like they're just buying. Like, come on, just you know. And they're like, "Oh, here's your guitar." And Bochi's like, "Thank you much." <laughs> yeah, like you forgot the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot the guitar. Yeah, like she's like she just wanted to bolt the fuck out of there. And Kita gets the guitar, gives it to Bochi, and they're like, "Hey, you want to go rent a studio and uh, practice? Because we know Bochi wants to play her guitar." And N- Najika's like, "Oh, well, don't worry about it." No, Najika's the one who suggested it, and Kita's like, "Well, no, we got practice tomorrow. Like, yeah, she'll, she'll get to play it." the next day yeah and so she goes home uh the next morning she wakes up and she and we get the opening scene where like where she had the the old guitar on her and she's like mesmerized now she's got the new one and she's all mesmerized and the family's still looking at her like creeping on her like she's still crazy but uh that was it roll credits five stars uh i i'll go more in detail of it later that's yep. all i'm gonna say for right now yep i loved it it's uh basically it's like like ten years later, we got K on, but more social anxiety. So I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like that type of like um that type of. I mean, I love music anime. I'm not a huge fan of um of uh what's it called um idol anime, and it's not an idol anime per se, but it's got like idol feel in a way because it is like yeah. four teenage girls that are forming a band. So it's just different because they actually play the instruments instead of singing, and yeah. so it was better. But in any case, we'll get more into detail. In All righty. All right, co-main. <laughs> The co-main events of the evening. Bleach. <sighs> we got a back-to-back. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you take this. What a B2B it was. The episode begins with Ichigo um, coming back home. And his father opens the door and is like, welcome home. And he's like, fuck you, dad. And he runs away. He runs over to, uh, what's what's her uh, the, the, the job's name? The woman from the job? Anyway, he runs over to work. And she lets him in and she apo- he apologizes. He takes a shower there. He apologizes for just showing up out of the blue. And we get a heartfelt moment between them. They're like, listen, I've always cared about you since the moment you started here. I just want you to come to work. But you know that if you ever needed to come here for any reason, I'm going to let you in my house because I care about you. And it was a nice moment between them as they're having this conversation. Excuse me. The doorbell rings. She opens the door. Nobody's there. But meanwhile, inside. We see Ichigo's father, Ishin, in full gear, in full Soul Reaper gear, saying, we need to have a talk. No, we, 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 talk, we did that already. That was last week. The first oh, episode, the first, yeah, the first episode was the flashback still. Yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Alright, so we get the continuation of the flashback. Um, it's basically the next day uh, over whatever, and um, 
what's her what's his mom's name the mom masaki i think masaki yeah. masaki um is thinking about everything that happened and she's having a casual conversation and we see uh ishin give the report to yama to yamamoto taicho and gives everything that went down they're like okay well you know you broke rules by engaging but you saved somebody and you ended up killing it and so um we're gonna overlook your uh, transgression um but he's like you're not leaving anything out are you and he hesitates for a second he's like nope that's everything and they're like okay meanwhile masaki's at school thinking about everything that happened masaki's walking home with her friends and all of a sudden she gets like a pain and she falls forward and she bumps into somebody that somebody is urahara yep and she's like oh i'm so sorry they go about their way but urahara looks at her with a funny with a funny look like "Mm." and masaki's like what the fuck is happening so Masaki gets home and um, the the grandmother of Ishida uh, is basically yelling at her like, we told you not to go out. You're going to get in trouble. You're going to taint the like You're going to taint your blood, blah, 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 blah. And um, we see uh, Ishida's father at the time, who was younger, basically say like, no, it's OK. Da, da, da. And she basically it's so interesting how that worked out because she goes over to the maid who later ends up being Ishida's mother. Like, I, I told you not to say anything. And they're like, it's for the good of the it's for the good of the clan. Right. It's for your marriage. Right. And she's got tears in her eyes because of the fact that, like, you know, you can tell. One second, keep talking. You can tell that um, that there's something there. But regardless, they're having this conversation. And then all of a sudden, uh, as they're having the conversation, the pain that uh, Masaki felt comes back. She collapses. And a hollow hole begins to uh, form in her heart. And uh, Ishida's father freaks out, runs out trying to figure out where that soul reaper was coincidentally we see ishin come in and they're like yo you're in a hurry and they're like oh she's fucking dying dude oh matt's cat which one is that this is that's Hime. this is the Hime. oh the little princess is being a little badass no she wanted to come in oh it's like what are you doing uh, you little chonker a little chonky chonk yeah anyway so We're let's working on that yeah. All right. So we'll keep on going. Anyway, yep. so um, as they're having this conversation, they're like, yo, Misaki's dying. Misaki's dying. And then we see Urahara come up like, listen, both of you shut the fuck up. Come with me. Otherwise, she's going to die for real. So yep. they end up going to Urahara's shop and they're like, listen, this happened because she's going through holification, which makes sense, given that the hollow that bit her in the previous episode. Right. Was a holified uh, soul reaper. And so um, they're like, listen. You have no choice in the matter looking at Ishida's father. Like, you have no choice in this matter. Ishin, everything rests with you. Um, in order to save her, we have to inject her with the anti, um, the antivirus, basically. And the antivirus is you and your soul reaper powers. So we're going to put you in a Gigai, and you're going to lose your soul reaper powers, and you'll have to stay on Earth and be around, basically, Masaki forever. And he's like, okay. And Ishida's like, what? Ishida's father's like, what? Like, you, you gain nothing from this. And he tells him that. And Ishin's like, listen, if I had the opportunity to save the person that saved my life and I didn't take that opportunity, then I would be questioning myself forever. Like, am I really a soul reaper at all? And that made sense. They do it. He saves her from the holification. And that's that. Ishin opens up the uh, the shop. And um, over the course of time, Masaki graduates high school, starts visiting the shop a lot more, starts getting closer to Ishin. Um, they end up getting really close. And Ichigo is born. And there's more to the story. Yep. As we continue the story, 
um, Ishin tells Ichigo, like, I need to tell you now the reason why your mother died that night. Uh, it wasn't because the hollow was strong, because it was the fact that even though I had lost my soul reaper powers, she at the time still had her um, her Quincy powers. However, Yahweh is, uh, it's not, it's not, I call him Yahweh, but it's, it's Yuhabak. Yeah. It's Yuhabak. So we'll say his official name, Yuhabak, um, is the father of all Quincy's. And he was sealed for 900 years. It took him 900 years to break the seal. It took him nine years to regain strength. And it took him, uh, no, it took him, yeah, it took him nine, it took him 900 years to break it, 90 yeah. years to gain strength, and nine years to become what he is now. Right. And he became what he is now because he did some sort of like technique basically that stripped all Quincy's of undeserving Quincy's or tainted Quincy's of their powers. That's yep. why Ishida's mom died young because she lost her powers and got sick. That's why your mother got stripped of her powers at the time where she needed them most. And she thought she had the powers to face the, the, the hollow. She didn't. Mm -hmm. The hollow killed her. Yep. And so, and Ichigo begins to put two and two together when he, he goes back to the conversation and he's like, and he starts thinking of how Yuhabak was like, oh, like you don't know anything about your past life, about your mother my son born in the darkness. And he says, my son born in the darkness because Yehobak is the father of all Quincy's. His mother was a Quincy. He's half Quincy. He puts two and together. It makes sense. And he, the, the conversation's over. He looks at his father. He says, thank you. Um, he dropped his combat pass, but that was neither here nor there. He got it back from his manager. And so he's like, I'm going to head back. And Ishin's like, how are you going to get back there? On cue, we get the assistant of uh, Nimaya. Uh, Nina Maya and is like, all right, you're coming back with me. Cap your fingers again. He's back in the pit. Nina Maya is like, all right, well, now that you know where you come from and where your soul is, let's see what happens. There's a bunch of uh, 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 Asuichi um, that are around him and he turns to them. And before where they were attacking him, they all bow before him and he walks the path to try and find his Asuichi. Asuichi. And there's one that is ahead of everybody else. And he, he, Ichigo looks at it and is like, you're the one. He touches it and the Yasuichi turns into his hollow form. And he's like, good. I'm going to personally make you a Zanpakuto. And so um, in the meantime, while this is happening, we see some of the uh, the people, like the captains, like Hitsugaya Taicho. He's like, listen, I don't have a Bankai anymore. I don't have my 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 sword. I need to go back to the basics. And he asked one of the, uh, the, the sword, the kendo people that's doing the trainees, like, train me. I need to go back to my basics. And he's doing all the basics. And we see a couple of people just, you know, training. We see um, the what's her face? The um, the uh, Zoifan. She's doing fucking singular training, sweating her ass off because right. um, she lost hers as well. Um, basically, everybody that lost theirs on Pacto or like trying to go through. We see um, who's the, the, the guy who's 69. <laughs> I always forget his name with the 69 tattoo. The OG Takashi. Yes. Anyway, we see him. And uh, we see the, the his captain, and I was like, "Listen, you still have your bankai. We need you to protect your perfect your bankai. You're gonna go against hollified. Um, what's her face? The girl. And you know they start fighting, and they're like, "Oh, make no mistakes about it. She'll kill you, legit. So take this shit seriously. And so I can't wait to see the fruits of that labor. Um, but anyway, the rest of the episode really follows Ichigo and his path to getting his zanpakuto. We see the process of the Zanpakuto. It's, you know, this magnanimous thing. And But then as he's hammering it out, Ichigo, he tells Ichigo, Nehemiah tells Ichigo, like, listen, this is you saying goodbye to Zangetsu. 
And he's like, you know, he's trying to figure that out. And he starts having a flashback and he starts realizing he has a conversation with himself and he has a conversation with Zangetsu. Yeah. And he realizes through Nimaya, he's like, Zangetsu is your hollowed form, basically. But the man who would save you when Zangetsu couldn't was the younger version of Yahabak inside of him. And they have this back and forth conversation about how he didn't want Yahabak, the younger Yahabak was telling Ichigo, like, I didn't want you to become a soul reaper. I wanted to protect you. I knew if you became a soul reaper, you would die. But you chose this path anyway. And you got you were you were hurt, but you forged yourself through combat. You've grown um, significantly. And, um, you know, like I, I went from being angry that you did this to now you know almost being proud that you did and now i feel that you're ready and i have no regrets and i'm okay with this and you see him begin to dissipate and as yeah. he's, as he's dissipating um he says you were using a fraction of your power with me now that you know who you are you can use your full power and ichigo basically reaches up to him as he's dissipating he dissipates and what's left is a rate uh, a reishi sword the same reishi sword that he had used in the in the previous battle and he picks up the reishi sword and his zanpakuto begins to form and as it begins to form ichigo tells him like listen i don't care if you're yuhabak i don't care if you're zangetsu you'll always be zangetsu and i'm appreciative of you and so as the the zanpakuto forms he gets two zanpakuto he gets a blade and he gets another one with like that looks like similar to the reishi sword that he picked up and as he um as he picks them up they're like oh my god he's got two zanpakuto the zanpakuto begin to dissipate on their own basically as they fuse within ichigo because ichigo poured his soul into him during that into the swords during that uh that in, that introspective um piece that he had and that's where he thanks zanpakuto for being zanpakuto or sorry zangetsu for being zangetsu i would give it six stars if i could <laughs> Strong. I, would break, I would break the Melcher scale. All I'd right, the, all break, right, Uncle Dave. I'd break the showstopper scale if I could for this motherfucker. What? I'll get, I'll get to it later. What? I'll get to it later. You put Bochi the Rock over Bleach? Yeah, I'll get to it later. You can have your gift back. Huh? Huh? <laughs> I'll get to it later. All right, it's still, it's still great though. Four and a half is great. That's really good. You. Yes. We'll get to it later. And uh, we actually forgot Raven. <laughs> oh, we did forget Raven. That was a good one, too. Uh, four. <laughs> no, we got to go over Raven. Raven uh, deserves its shine. All right, all right. Raven deserves its shine. What happened? <laughs> God damn, you want me to fucking do this again? All right. So the episode starts off with. Um... God damn it. What did happen? Uh, is it? We picked it. It started where we left off with uh, Jujutsu shooting the owl. But the, it, oh, the, yes, I remember the, body, I remember. the body disappears. I remember. So, yeah, so we get Jujutsu shooting the owl. She basically collapses eventually to exhaustion. She wakes up the next day. Everyone's around her. She's happy. And, but in her dream, as she's asleep, she hears Minister of the Works tell her, hey, you know, the more that you crave and the more that you love, the more you're setting yourself up for the owl to come out or not the owl, the, the raven to come out. Right. And she heeds those words. But at the same time, she sees everybody concerned, crying, happy that she's awake and safe. And it calms her fears. And so we have an interaction between her and the emperor 
where you know the emperor is like all right you know well you know take it easy whatever and she's like oh by the way i had made you this but I, it broke during the battle and it was the wooden fish and she's like well why did you make me a wooden fish and she's like i figured that you would feel more comfortable with um with wearing this wooden fish instead of the metal one and you wouldn't be you know upset if you lost it or it broke and but it's broken and she's like i like it this way it um it fits it you know and it's not going to run away as fast because it's got the broken fin and so that was nice and she also tells him um actually no i'm sorry uh did he um no did he come back for that where he w- couldn't sleep oh no i remember now i'll say uh, i don't think I remember, I remember i remember what happened i remember what happened so meanwhile that night we see the minister of works grab a katana and put it under his sleeves and heads out around this time we see the um the eunuch of the emperor show up with his report and we find out that the person who let the owl into the into the palace was the minister of the works they start searching all over his like his living location they don't find him and so there's only one other place he could be we get a knock at jusetsu's door saying he has a request and it's the minister of works the minister of works says i promise to tell you everything about your your mentor before i retired i'm here to talk about her and she's like, you want to talk about her over a game ago? So they get the game board out. She burns the last of the incense that uh, was given to her by the minister of the works that her mentor loved. They talk more about her mentor and about basically their childhood between her and the minister of works. How like he never saw her again after like a certain age, but they're very similar. And, you know, just going over personality quirks. The game is over. She loses. The, the lights go dark. And... Uh, Jusetsu looks at the minister of works and says, are you going to kill me with that sword or what? And so he pulls the sword out, goes and to stab her <laughs> and gets stopped by the emperor. Yep. The emperor asks him questions like, you know, you knew that she was that coming in to kill you. Why'd you do that? And it was basically out of jealousy because of the fact that he felt awful that the person that he loved, her mentor, well, she was left alone while she had yeah, friends. She was left alone. She had nobody. The previous emperor never saw her, never gave a shit about her. Meanwhile, Jusetsu's got a lady in waiting. She's got a eunuch. She's got the full support of the emperor. Um, you know, I wanted her to have that. You gave her nothing. This this palace gave her nothing. Yeah. And the emperor had told her, like, she didn't have anything when she died. Or sorry, she didn't have nothing when she died. She had Jusetsu. She had Jusetsu. And the emperor begins to ball crying. And the emperor is like, you wanted to retire. I'm going to let you retire as of this moment, leave and never show your face here again. That's it. Meanwhile, everyone leaves except for the emperor. The emperor, um, Jusetsu notices the emperor's wounds opened up. So she's like, here, let me take care of it. So she does a really shitty job of fucking taking care of the wounds, wrapping it. We find out later, we can say this now, we find out later that her shitty wrapping job actually healed his wounds except for like some 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 bruising which is normal when you get or like some type of marking type but yeah uh, it was bruising from the well yeah basically they were like talking about uh sending condolences the family of what no no there's you have to it's a little bit a little bit more complex than that so i have to break it down says he has trouble sleeping and so he's like can i sleep here tonight and she's like no the fuck dude that's weird and so he gives she gives him remedies on how to like try and fall asleep but he, she knows the reason why he's not falling asleep is because he feels guilt for the magma, the magpie consort's death, and you know, and we, we mentioned that earlier also to the eunuch, like, hey, you know, like he had just lost his son, and now he's lost his daughter, and I did nothing to stop that or prevent that. Like, I'm awful, and they're like, no, you're not, whatever, you know. She's like, so Jusetsu's like, hey, burn a silk fla- uh, a silk feather. 
I'll burn a silk feather so we can mourn and we can make sure that her her soul, if it hasn't already, crosses to the to the to the afterlife. Okay, she does it. The emperor doesn't get to do it yet, and so um, the episode continues on with uh, basically Jusetsu opening up a little bit more. She goes over to the other consort's house. Um, had they have tea, they talk. She opens up like you know, if I was gonna call somebody a sister, I'd call you sister. Um, and you know, things are very calm and nice over there. Meanwhile, the episode kind of ends with the emperor. Yeah. He is um, overlooking the 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 lake. And the father of the magpie consort comes over and apologizes for all the inconvenience that his daughter and his family caused him. And the emperor says, no, um, I should be apologizing. You know, like I should have done something more. I couldn't. I failed you. Like I got your daughter killed. And the father says, you know, you shouldn't feel bad. The raven consort wrote me a message giving her giving me her condolence. Are you guys's condolences and explain the circumstance and explained how basically, you know, like you valued her humanity and you guys burnt a silk feather for her. Yeah, it showed like how much it meant to him. And yeah, that... how much it meant to him. And the emperor gets emotional. Yeah. And yeah, uh, and the the father's like, Did you not burn the silk feather? And she gets emotional and he starts to cry. And the father's like, Wow, you're crying for my daughter. I can't be more appreciative. And he cries. And they basically cry together and they mourn. This is the first time that he's gotten to mourn because Jusetsu told the emperor, like, you need to mourn. That's part of, you know, the process of moving forward is you have to mourn. And so yeah. they mourn together. And then the episode goes to credits. But in the after credit, we basically see Jusetsu have a dream. And Jusetsu, I'm sorry, we don't. So the after credit is yeah, it's a little like boy. <laughs> the little boy um, gets woken up by the, by the, by, by the chicken. And the, he's like, oh, you can't sleep, chicken? He's like, let me tell you a story about my hometown. And they basically plug and play Jusetsu in the hometown. And the story is Jusetsu and her beautiful white hair. She's happy. She's flying everywhere. She's the owl. Yeah. She's the raven. She is the raven flying happy. And all of a sudden, like, she comes down and, like, some, like, hard, like, things rain down on her. And um, what's it called? She gets, you know, she gets a little hurt, but she covers up and she's fine. She sees the emperor and she runs to the emperor, runs into his arms and basically tells the emperor, wait for me to be free so I can be my truest self. Once I'm my truest self, we can be together. So in essence, it, she had a, a dream of a love confession to the emperor. Yep. So looks like we will get a two of that. I hope we do. I hope we do. Yeah, because I mean, the light novel is done. So people thought that they were going to just cover it all in this one season but it's like it's like not i'm glad but yeah four gave it a solid four i'd give it a four and a quarter if i could you can well i i go based off of my ratings on analysts that's why i normally give okay. four five three i give solid numbers but if i'm going to give the actual number uh, i'm gonna yeah. say like if they were if, like just for the show we can do the actual thing <laughs> four and a quarter almost four and a half <clears throat> all right main event for part one Part six of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure it is. This is the conclusion. We're not going to talk about all twelve episodes. We're just going to talk about the major thing, the major thing that happened. Basically, no, did we go over. We did go over part one or part we, one of part six, right? We did Back part one. Summer. We did part two. This, this is part, part three. three. This is part three. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So we're not doing, we're not doing all twelve episodes. We're going to talk about this the main stuff because this is important. <laughs> this is wild. Like it I is. wrote, I wrote in my review, this is 
truly the most bizarre adventure yes. yet of the series, especially the ending. The ending yeah. is the most bizarre. Well, yeah, we'll ending. we'll get to that because again, we're we're be- as busy where we're gonna be because this is really the again, this is the big details. Yeah. Uh, basically, they got the disc. They they leave prison, and uh, Emporio would eventually give the disc back to the Speedwagon Foundation. Mm-hmm. So now, and then with Father Pucci, he's discovering his the second stage of his stand, the new moon. It's all it's all go, going to revolve around the new moon that's coming up shortly. This is like his next chance to get that close to Dio's heaven. This is this is what it's all about, Dio's heaven. Yeah, and we're gonna find out what exactly that will imply soon. But uh, yes, eventually, eventually, we see Jolene and the crew. Meeting up with Pucci in one of these uh, stand. By the way, I laughed my ass off when you get Jolene passed out in the back and you see Anastasia give uh, <laughs> the ring and she's alligator, ew, alligator, and she yeets yeah. the fucking ring. Yeah, I hit him. And Anastasia's like, "Tell me, you did not just do that." <laughs> Booker T on her ass, and it's oh, like you never God. see him until the fucking chaos happens when they fucking get inverted upside down because of yeah. Me. I was like, wow. <laughs> I laughed. I was yeah. like, yo, that shit was funny. But yeah, it's basically just a game of cat and mouse trying to find Father Pucci. Where's his quarters? Where's he trying to go? Because he has to go to this certain location, yeah. this certain building. Yeah. For the, the latitude, the longitude, the time, the clocks. <laughs> yeah. Everything is so precise. Yes. For everything, how everything was envisioned. Like that was given to him. And mm-hmm. like this is, this is when he's like getting like, Really ill too, because he's not used. He's not used to this other form of a stand. Yeah, with this osprey type of this merger. Yeah, and uh, we finally get it. Basically, uh, everybody's like starting to get all topsy turvy. Gravity's all fucked up. In reverse. Yeah. Yep. Wicked. Yeah, wicked. wicked. They see Poochie. Jolene's about to fight Poochie. Jolene is about to die. And who should have died? I don't know how many fucking times. Yeah. Who saved her? Uh, fuck, I want, what was the noise I was going to make? Oh, God. The world. Yeah. Star Platinum. The world. Jotaro. Jotaro is. Jotaro. Back. Don't say Jotaro. You fucking white man. God damn it. I am white. <laughs> God, yeah, you, it really shows. Like, fuck. Jo- try and be cool white. Have some cool shoes, not those fucking granddaddy uh, fucking New Balances. I don't have New Balances. Whatever your granddaddy shoes are. Try and be cool. Jotaro. Jotaro, he's not Italian. Well, you know, I miss Jotaro. Uh, Jotaro Shavana is Italian. I miss Jotaro. I miss Jotaro. He should have fucking been here. Jotaro, Jotaro pizza. <laughs> anyway, Jotaro. Yeah, Jotaro is back. He he said he's back. He he knocks Pucci back a bit. Yeah. He 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 gets Jolene to safety. Anastasia, of course. Now's not the time. <laughs> I want to marry your daughter. I can't do it. I need your blessing. I don't care if I get her or not. I just, just hard, like, have you lost your fucking mind from this? It's like I don't Go need buddy. Her. Hey, buddy. He, he may lay him down. My cat does not like this. But yeah, but yeah, no. Anastasia's like, I don't care what you happens. Like, like, I got no, I won't get it. But I just need the okay. That's all I need to get me motivated, basically. So while all is going on, you see like this lightning flash, zoom, 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 and it's from Pucci and his stand, like fully evolved. It's made in heaven. Tell me how. Why does my cat look like uh, the Bart Simpson meme? <laughs> no, let's not do that on the air. But uh, no, you hear him. Oh, he likes being abused. 
Okay, okay, okay. Anyway. Yes, yes, uh, ran away. <laughs> I can only do it for so long. He's like, all right, motherfucker. Yeah. And always he insults me. As soon as I put him down, he licks himself like, ill, you're fucking yeah. cooties. But yeah, like now, yeah, now Poochie anyway. is like moving lightning fast because his new stand made in heaven. Everything's going on. They can't see him. Like, not even with the with, with Starfly and the world. Like, it's not enough. They catch him just glimpses. They, yeah. They see him in very but, they, but there's not enough to, like, get a hit on him or anything. Yeah. As soon as the five seconds are up, gone. Yeah. yeah you, like, you have, like, basically, have less than a second, basically. Yeah. So, basically, all was going on. They're not safe in this building. So, they're like, okay, let's get, let's get to the water. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get him there. Smart plan. Smart plan by Anastasia. But... <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. They yeah. all get there, and Anastasia's like, all right, this is what's going to happen. I'm basically going to be the bait. It, it's the second he hits me. You start planning, we'll get him Not right there. Not a second before, and he needs to kill me. Like As soon as, he's, as, soon as I say now. No, no, no. He said not like, now. He said, yeah, I'm like, going to give a signal. You're going to feel it through, um, through uh, what was his? Hermes? No, uh, what was his uh, his uh, stand's name? Because he had put his stand inside of each of them. He put it inside. Right, of right, right, right. And so he's like, the moment I get hit, you're gonna get the cue because you're gonna feel it because my stand is inside you. Don't wait. Don't do it a second before. Make sure I get hit. And so he gets hit. They pull it. Yeah. They think yeah. they have it. Yeah, yeah. Diver down is the stand. Diver down. But no, it wasn't made in heaven that hit him. It was Jolin. Yep. And Poochie stuff. Was above them, like yeah. the knives and all. With this. fucking a whole thing of throwing knives. Yep. So Jotaro has to either kill Poochie or save jo- Jolene. He saves Jolene, and Poochie's like, "This is your problem, Jotaro. The, your greatest weakness is the love for your daughter, and yep, because so, of that, all of you are going to die." Yep. So yeah, Anastasia dies. Hermes gets her hand chopped off. She's bleeding out. Jotaro's face gets cut. Yep. They're dead. Yeah, he killed Jotaro. But yeah, he killed Jotaro. It's now Emporio and Jolene left, <laughs> and all was going on. And Jolene, could this whole time is still bleeding out because she got stabbed in the neck by one of the fucking things. Yeah, and time is just rapidly going yeah. as all because you didn't even mention on. that. You didn't mention that the final form of his shit is time is what's it called time Basically, is going by at a rate of like one year is like an hour. Yeah, so basically he's it's basically his goal is to reset the universe. That is his goal yeah. in heaven. Dude, so that, I want to say if you were on any sort of hallucinogenic drug, you would be fucked up watching this. Yeah, agreed. You so, would if you were on shrooms or acid watching JoJo, you would fucking be like having a seizure. You'd be fucking seeing you'd be seeing the universe the way we saw the universe toward the end. Wild. But as going on, time is slowly progressing. So basically, Emporio and Jolie, they have to escape. They're not going to make it. They're going to fucking die. And uh, as it's going on, you see the dead bodies. They're all turned to skeleton. Yep. Like, that, like that's it. There's How the, fast time is going. Yep. And then uh, Poochie starts trying to go after them. And Jolene says, I'm slowing you down. No, you forgot. He's slowing down because he tied, he tied them to a fucking yeah. dolphin. And they yeah. said, whenever you ride a dolphin... A dolphin will always take you to shore because yep. that's natural instinct. I didn't know that. Yep. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. But yeah, it's again like two people with a dolphin on it. It's too much. Yeah. And basically, oh, we forgot to mention weather report fucking died too, and he and he got his memories back, and he's like, like yeah, fuck. that was the beginning of this of the part. As yeah, so but he was able to get to take a stand out of him to save it. But we'll get to that yeah. later. Yeah. 
but uh, that was really cool. But uh, yeah, as so Jolie makes a sacrifice, she lets go, and yep. now Emporio is time goes by so fast that time is reset to Green Dolphin Prison. He yeah, ends up in Green Dolphin Prison. He end up in the scene with Jotaro and Jolin arguing in the visitors' room. Except yep. when you look at Jotaro and Jolin, it's not them. It's it's people that look similar. Yeah, the the doppelgangers almost. And he's like, "That's not them. What's going on?" And you see Emporio. I'm sorry. You see um Pucci, and he's got one eye cut because of one of the knives that was thrown at him. Yeah, sliced his eye. You see him bleeding from his eye. But he's like, "Time moved by so fast. I reset the universe to the next universe. Like when yeah. one universe ends, the other universe begins. We're in the other universe. And the thing about uh, heaven, about Dio's heaven." Is Dio's heaven is being able to basically know the future. Everything in this universe will parallel the previous universe. When there's a hurricane, the hurricane will strike in this universe. When somebody dies, they will have died the same exact way at the same exact time in the same exact location in the previous universe. Dio's heaven is being able to prepare for what you know is already coming. Yep. So it basically this whole plan was absolute. Emporio is scared. He's freaking out. He starts running away. And Pucci's calling where he's going to be at. You're going to go here. Oh, yep. you're going to get scared. You're going to go on the wall and end up here. Yep. Like he he cannot escape. He's a no. scared child. Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't piss him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we get to that. You know, I wonder uh, he pissed himself the one time with the blood. Was he wearing a cup? Yeah. <laughs> he's a baseball player, right? You could be wearing yeah. a cup. No, he's. I think mean, he, I think he's a baseball fan, but I don't think he played. He's, he's he wearing whole cleats. Uh, I was saying he's playing. Yeah, like kids. If you're wearing cleats, you can probably wear a cup. Anyway, he's, he probably doesn't know what a cup is, but uh, basically, it gets to the point where he eventually goes into his secret hidden room. Like he won't find me here, but yeah. guess what? He finds him. <laughs> yep. Like you led me here. This is what it's all about. And, and but something is different with this. Yeah. Why is it different? Because. All of a sudden, as Pucci's going to make his final move, he gets paralyzed and cannot move. And he's like, why am I paralyzed? What's going on? And you see inside of Emporio's head, weather reports. Yep. that He had, he injected the, the sand into him, the disc. And he sucked all the oxygen out of the room. And it starts, he starts going over medical facts that yeah. a pure oxygen, pure oxygen yeah. is deadly to the body the no more uh, they said that the body human body can't take no more than 40 percent saturation 40 percent pure oxygen anything right. more and your organs begin to fail um you start bleeding out of your eyes you start losing your eyesight you start going through detri- uh catastrophic organ failure and poochie that's what happened in the poochie and so emporio is going through it too but it's not as bad yeah. for him because he's got the stand and he prepared for it. Yeah, and now Pucci is just begging for his life. Like, yeah. please, like, please, like, please just let me live. As, like, weather, as weather Report has its fucking fist inside of Pucci's face. Yeah. Like, and, crunching his fucking skull as the and, oxygen continues to be just drained from fucking Pucci. So, as that happens, that final push down, Pucci... Shinde. Pucci Shinde. Yeah, Pucci Shinde. So now, Emporio was like... That sigh of relief, like, what, but what at what cost? Everyone's dead. They yep. don't exist practically. Yep. So he was able to leave that. He, he snuck out of the prison. Yep. 
You see him start walking. Who does he see during this walk? Hermes on the bus, but it's not her. It's a different name. But all is going on. Like Emporia is like freaking out a little bit. Uh, the bus stops at the gas station. Yep. And then who does he see at the gas station, Matt? Anastasia. And who's but in- Jolene? But it's not them. It's like different names. Yeah. But it's same, same body, same voice, all that shit. They're we, married. Well, they're, well, they're, they're not married. No, they're, 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 they're dating, but they're going they're to they're go they're going to her dad's house for yeah for the blessing. Yeah. So, but yeah, but since it's raining out in Flo- in Florida, of course, uh, mm-hmm. basically they, they offer to give Empoyo a ride. Yeah. Hermes and Hermes. To... They need Hermes's gas money. Yeah. And yeah, they're like, oh, but you're gonna stop in Cape Canaveral, basically. And then all this going on, you hear that beautiful ED going on. And then as they're driving away, there's another hitchhiker. It's fucking weather report. Weather report. <laughs> and then we get the roundabout credit continue type thing. And we don't know what the fuck is gonna happen in part. Well, you know what's gonna happen because you read the manga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But will they actually do it, or will they just end it? How long did it take to the anime part six from part five? Three years? About. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as long as Netflix is. I didn't mind it. It could have been better, obviously, mm-hmm. that way. But it feels like Netflix is going to have that one exclusively. So it'd be nice for them to release it weekly. Yeah, yeah we'll, see, take, we'll, but... we'll, see, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I know I gave it a low grade when we talked about it, but I just thinking about it again. It, yeah, I you know, I, I had given it a four up to part two. And um, when part three started, I was like, well, let me just in case this shit goes off the rails and I hate it. Let me delete the grade. So I removed the stars and I ended up giving it the same stars. It's a four. Four out of five. I, I gave it four and a half. <laughs> it's a four. And, it's a four for me. Solid four. Um, I always died laughing whenever Emporio pulled out the computer. I was like, where the fuck does he get a large oh. CTR computer that connects to the Internet and doesn't plug into anything? Don't worry about it. That bro, that fucking bugged my mind. That, Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> something really cool about the because I obviously I live in Florida and familiar with the area. I live in Orlando. Um, if the the beat the road that they were traveling from uh Miami on, yeah, is um is uh A1A State Road, State Road One. Um, State Road One leads you all the way up to like a certain point in the north but regardless that's the exact path they took to get to cape canaveral which was actually fictionally accurate what wasn't accurate which pissed me off it said um when they were in orlando they were like orlando florida 10 mile or 10 hours to drive to cape canaveral by car i was like if you're like maybe bicycling it'll take you 10 (laughs) hours to get there like dude it's a two-hour ride max from orlando to cape canaveral lovely that irked me. Already, uh, closing thoughts before we take a break. What a season, dude! What a season! Mm-hmm. Strong season. We talked about um, uh, you and I off the air about uh, grading the, the seasons this year for our annuals that are next week, and I like that idea. We'll probably do that. And this is a strong contender for season of the year. Um, yeah. So many great seasons. If I look at my top ten, um, nine of the top ten were four stars or higher. Um, Great, everything, uh, most everything. That, 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 that's, that's the thing. Everything in my top ten is four and up. Yeah, so it's like, dude, it's so tough, so tough. Everything in my, uh, no, I'm lying. Uh, I don't think everything in my top ten moves. Let me see, real. Um, uh, no, yeah, no, my top ten. No, I'm sorry, nine out of my top ten. Nine out of my top ten made made annual. Uh, let me check mine. Six. 
six of yours made annual. Nine of mine made annual. Yeah, six of mine made annual. Uh, two of them made honorable mention. Um, well, I mean, I, to me, I made annual as like the top thirty. That includes honorable. Okay, mention. okay, then, then. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're right, pretty. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, guys, we will be right back as we give out some cakes, the awards, our top ten, our winter watch list, and we are out of here for the season Until next week. We'll get to that later, but uh. Again, stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for the reviews for the finale. But again, if you can stick around for 10 more minutes, we will get to our cakes. Yes. Plug after the fact.